Mine, mine hold up by myself, yeah, it's in it. Still tipping for the foes like an H-Time win. Mine hold up by myself, yeah, it's in it. Still tipping for the foes like an H-Time win. Mine hold up by myself, yeah, it's in it. Still tipping for the foes like an H-Time win. I done came down through foes on an Uber. Made my screens hanging harder than Mr. Cooper. Candy paint clean slab bringing out them boppers. Man, what's the deal? I got a new bag like Papa. Riding through my city, got the top on my blaze. Slapped out Lincoln, yeah, I'm cruising like I'm eight. Boy, steady mobbing, dog. Man, I thought you been new. I don't want no beef, homie. You would think I'm Hindu. Man, hold up, attracted to the game like Max. Boy, switch the Tesla, still blowing on that gas. Banging third platoon, but I'm skating on my new glass. Internet gangsters only hard in the gulag. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 88 of the Splash Cast, the Around the League edition. I am your co host, Reggie. I'm your co-host, Norwood. Welcome to the audio experience for the people listening. Welcome to the video experience for the people watching. Like, follow, and subscribe. Let's have a good time. Let's have a good time, man. Let's have a good time for those that are first-time listeners. Welcome, welcome, welcome. (laughs) Sneaky said you got to save that unbothered uh, uh, soundbite. Uh, for the first time, for the first time, people, welcome, welcome. Oh, and welcome. I meant that too. Welcome, welcome, <laughs> welcome. Uh, if you this is your first time listening, just know that you can go listen to the pregame. We do this before every episode where we just kind of talk, shoot the shit about stuff that didn't make it on the list. Uh-huh. Uh, good time. We actually, like I said, we had a spirited discussion about Skip Bayless and his hate or love, depending on how you look at it, of LeBron. Uh, <laughs> uh, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, y'all know on the Around the League edition, we do HBCU news around the culture, news around basketball, NCAA and pro and WNBA when necessary, uh, and around football as well, NFL, NCAA, and when necessary, we have our splashes of the week. With that being said, man, y'all know what it is. We've got to start out with HBCU news around the culture. So where do we want to start? Where do we want to start? Might have to go to this game right here, ladies and gentlemen. It was announced that FAMU will be hosting Prairie View for the homecoming this year. Uh, Prairie View was surprisingly good last year. Um, That game is going to be Houston. Anytime Houston and Florida. Texas and Florida get together for football, it's a great time. Problematic. Might have to go there. Might have to make that one. Uh, I got to decide which games I'm going to this year. Got to go to Jackson State Southern. Got to go to a Hampton game. Hampton Howard? Possibly. Howard's good. If they play. Do they play? Uh, Yeah, they play in New Jersey, I think. Remember we talked about that. And then I got to go to like a random SWAT. I got to go to a random SWAT game. I probably will go to a North Carolina Central game too. Maybe North Carolina Central, South Carolina State might hit that game up. Um, but this game I'm strongly considering being like all of those games that I, I said I'm affiliated with. I'm affiliated with Southern, affiliated with Hampton, affiliated with South Carolina State, affiliated with Central. Uh, but I might have to go to this FAMU PV game. 
This is going to be one hell of a game next year. Yeah, I think that, number one, once again, these are two good football teams. Uh, Bubba McDowell still has Prairie View playing at a high level. FAMU will, will come in and have the same expectation they had to have another season like they had this year. To schedule them, a team that should be respected our homecoming is what we, is should and is disrespectful. It'll be fun. It'll be fun for somebody. For sure, it's not gonna be fun for somebody else. <laughs> Hopefully, they don't ruin your homecoming, family. I, I don't think. And I think PV, you should today. definitely go down there and ruin their homecoming. I'm, I'm a. You put me on a schedule. Prepare for me to try to ruin your 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 event, your weekend, your life. Well, Fan has been a runner up in the uh, SWAC East for the past two years. Um, of course, behind Jackson State. So they're actually now that Dion is gone. They're actually favored in a lot of people's minds to win the SWAC. Uh, I think Alcorn State is in the SWAC East as well. So that is also is an interdivision matchup. I'm sorry, not Alcorn. This is PV. Uh, this is also there in the SWAC West. So this will also have implications on who's going to make it to the SWAC championship as well. Going to be a good game, man. Going to be a good game. Let's switch gears to uh, <laughs> Ed Reed and Shannon Sharp. Um, Before we get into this exchange, I'm going to give you a little Norwood tidbit or word of wisdom. As an adult, as a fully informed formed adult man, what you should not do, and Shannon, this is for you. You should not be posting this. No, this is Ed who posted this. And there is no way that you should be posting. I'm about to say, a Shannon didn't post. Shannon yeah. was the one that jumped in his DMs and said, call me. So for those that are listening, Shannon Sharp, uh, I guess, said something that pissed Ed Reed off about the whole Bethune-Cookman ordeal. Uh, Shannon Sharp said, bro, I support you. If you took offense to anything I said, I apologize. Think you're going to make a hell of a coach. God didn't think that that was the right situation for you. All the best. Ed then responds and says, nah, bruh, that's not it. God did. You said a lot of wrong about me. No Cali. Huh? Oh, God did. You said God did. I yeah. said no Cali. <laughs> you said a lot about me, bruh. You said a lot about me, wrong player. <laughs> yeah, all right, I'm going to take, take it. It's not funny. Uh, Shannon Sharp said, like what? Ed said, let's talk. Nah, you did this on TV. Let's talk. Sit in your spot. Ed, I voiced an opinion. It's not that deep. Wish you all the best, but I'm done with this. Prayer hands, prayer hands, and, and double tap to like. And you know what that means? Boy, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you're not, you're not going to order yourself onto my show and think that you're going to get an episode because you threw this tantrum and I didn't support it. That's not how this works. I interview people that I like and want to shine light on. You have not done any of those things for me. Uh, and, and I've watched this. Do you I see have your an comments? immense respect for. Huh? You want to talk about your comments on it? I mean, my comments are almost damn near the same thing that Shannon shit, almost word for word. Um, as far as oh, you talking about my comments there? <laughs> I told him to. Go, I told him to go lay down. You're right, which I, I stand by. <laughs> 
if you're having an embarrassing moment on social media, do not put gas on the fire. Do not make it worse. Just put your phone down and leave it alone. It managed to show a private conversation between him and another Hall of Famer. He threw Reggie Theus and Bethune-Cookman under the entire bus and then continued to rant on social media via live for days on end. Still, still, still. That happened two days ago. And I'm... and, and, and and as much as the situation didn't work out for whatever, I don't want to see the man unravel or embarrass himself anymore. And it's like nobody's willing to tell him to stop. So he just continues and continues and continues. And, yeah, you, that's the reason I posted. Just go lay down, bro. Like, you've gotten to a point where you're not doing anything good for the students nor for yourself anymore. So You're embarrassing yourself. I originally thought, Ed was just getting bad advice or no advice at all. Nobody was in his corner. Nobody was telling him to stop, chill out. Hey, whatever. He, whatever. I think he thinks, either he thinks or somebody's telling him that by him doing this, he's being a martyr. He's standing up for the righteous and we're not going to take this anymore and you're just going to have to sacrifice because there's no way that he doesn't see that this will affect your coach your 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 opportunities to be a coach in the future if it's really about the kids and affecting the kids what other what other you've made the road to being a if you really wanted to be a coach at an HBCU and you turn down all those schools you've made the road to be a coach, especially at an HBCU, even tougher. It's like he's almost putting all his eggs in one basket to me. It's either I'm gonna coach a Bethune Cookman, or that's it, and I'm gonna expose it, and I'm. It's like taking everybody else down. And you have no eggs. You have no basket. You have no chance. <laughs> you have no opportunity. You will not be coaching here. You will not be working here. You are not doing yourself any favor. And we do not like to talk about this, but you have not given us any choice. All the negatives in there, bruh. No eggs, no basket, not. That is the That was the meanest Dear John letter ever. Harsh realities. That nobody else is clearly telling him. I'm not doing this from hate. I'm doing this because I want to support you enough to be like, bro, just cut your losses. You're now looking like a guy who, if you get fired somewhere, you might show out. Right. I mean, he's uh, if you if he doesn't agree I'm with to shoot it, the man Bell and Reggie just keep shooting him. But I mean, so suppose he doesn't get fired and he decides to quit a job, right? This is all about him getting fired. Imagine if he quits. Oh, I mean, even if you're a woman dating him, he'd probably go live. You won't believe what she did to me. <laughs> now, oh, you, now you're in Marvin's room, bro. Get on out of there. I wish we had the Instagram post, but Albany State. Not me. I don't want to see that man. Not of that, not of that, not of that, not of that, not of that. Oh, I don't want to see that either. No, I definitely don't want to see that. See what? You talking about the dude who used the N word? And then Albany State decided to give him a scholarship. 
I mean, that's as, the next as, on our topic list, yeah. As the Anglo-Saxon man, and we all know that you should never use the N-word unless you he don't have that clearance. And the University of Florida fired you, bro. So, <laughs> Marcus Stokes, a white... It's, <laughs> it's a good name, though. It's not funny. It's not funny, I'm gonna but it's I'm going to tell you funny. right now. If, if it's me... I'm just not ever posting a picture. I, that's why I was trying to go with it. Hey, I, if he would have just hey, not bro. posted a picture, Marcus Stokes can Who say the N-word to a lot of people. Yep. Yep. <laughs> he probably saying it all over the internet, too. Oh, man. Oh, there, ain't so, nobody, there ain't nobody but Stokes. Oh, Marcus, he good. <laughs> Mark, Mark. Do you know uh, what that, he actually looks like? Marcus Stokes. Nah, I ain't uh, never, I've never was met a, him before. He's just an internet friend of mine. He's a five-star well, quarterback who had a scholarship commitment, offer and commitment to the University of Florida. He then was caught. I guess he posted something. It wasn't on, caught. It was not caught. You can't post something on social media for the world to see and then be like, oh, he got caught. Well, that's what I say. No, I he say, just I, used I, the I was, N-word was, on social media. Yeah, he used the N-word while singing a song in a, a – How can I say this without saying this? He's <laughs> got the cross and the, the, dolphin, chat, and the me... swordfish. You got the dolphin. The... <laughs> you said let you bet it first. No, I mean he's yeah. he's. I mean he's from Florida. He's from Florida, right? Sure. I believe he's from the state of Florida, and it's hard not to be around a lot of black people. We play football in the state of Florida, so he felt comfortable for whatever reason. I saying this right for doing this. And then got his, by saying the N-word, got his uh, scholarship revoked. And Quinn Gray, we just talked about FAMU, right? Quinn Gray, FAMU great, quarterback there, um, is the head coach at Albany State and gave him a scholarship offer. What was your initial, I'll let you go first and I'll say mine. What what was your initial about the the scholarship offer and then them actually pulling the scholarship? Nothing. And anytime I'm a big proponent of when somebody does something stupid, just don't move. Don't react. (laughs) Whatever happens, just do not react. Just let it play out. You know that you can't do this, Albany State. You know that there's never a recourse where this works. This doesn't make any sense. And somehow you're going to you should take the larger L than him. He is a college, he's a high school football player who made a stupid decision. You guys are an HBCU full of adults who got the the genius idea, this is the guy we should recruit. Do I think that this kid's life should be thrown away forever? No. But as an HBCU, you have to know I'm not touching this. And the fact that you guys didn't know that, you guys should probably be playing some, coaching somewhere else too. It's no way I trust these guys with anything. If you're willing to do that, you're willing to do anything. And if you're willing to do anything, you should not be coaching my team. I was on the fence about this at first. What? Oh, hold on. Let me you? explain my point. <laughs> I was like, why would you offer him? Well, I think I said it to you guys. I said, this is definitely like a cleanup trying to 
benefit not here in corner not of the here, market. Not now. So what I saw was Wait, what the, is the market? What market are you cornering? The five star athlete. Let me see. So they were able they were going to be able to get a five star athlete. See? See? Sneaky? Well, they figured this is their chance to cherry pick a five star. They had a chance to get a five star quarterback at Albany State. And to get a five star quarterback at him? Albany State, well, I mean, then he commit. They offered him a, they offered it to him and I think he committed. Um Will he play a down for your team? Well, let me get there. So they offered it to him, and I I feel like they thought started was their chance to cherry like like Sneaky says cherry pick a five star. I also thought for him this was the ultimate ultimate reclamation project. If I can go down for him, it to me it was a it if he acted right it was a win win situation for him. I go down to Albany State, I ball out. I show y'all I'm cool with the blacks and then I transfer because he's going to transfer. He's not to me. If he's as good as everybody says he is, they were going to come and try to offer him NIL money to go to a big time school transfer and then go follow your dreams somewhere else. And I think then Albany state is now on the national level, just like that. Oh, state the was. Dion plan. Yeah. And then, but it was a plan though. It wasn't a dream. Again, dream, soul, plan, plan. Either. Maybe God but, told him to use the N-word. No, I ain't saying that either. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to see if this going to take that bait. But I, nah, for me, this is this is just everybody making the, once again, this is an episode of power. When there's a bad decision to make, people will find a way to make the absolute worst decision. And this is the worst decision. He should have said, no, thanks. At this point, I don't even think that after what I've done, at this point, I couldn't, I, I wouldn't feel comfortable doing that. I need to do something else. And Albany State, you should have never contacted that guy. You should have never reached out to him. Just because he's a five-star don't mean that you got to have him on your team and you see what publicity comes with it. Now you're, uh, instead of putting players on the field, you are putting out apologies. Congratulations, you played yourself. Congratulations, you played yourself. Well, I'm glad that Albany State actually walked this back. Um, I'm not. I I don't think down the hill now. If, yeah, Stupid that's also, it, If you were gonna offer him, you should have stayed there and offered him, and you would have been better served to double down and say, "Well, this is why we did it," and explain yourself. Versus, and I I mean. Got to have him out there. If he accepts, got to have him out there. Or you tell you offer that to him and don't and tell him, don't tell nobody we all gave you this until unless you accept. You know what I mean? So, but speaking just, of bad yeah, decisions. Somebody has to be in the room and say, you, you think this actually works? You think he actually gets on the field here and this this ends happily for all people at parties involved? What do you think the percentage of that is? When you go into your coach's office and say, all right, guys, this is who I think we got, got into a little trouble. What percentage of the, of the coaching staff is like, okay with this? I think this works. What you, and everybody who says he, um, he, if you are planning to bring this guy on, you have to have a conversation with your coach, your entire coaching staff, I would say your team. 
Well, I'm, I I thought you would have to have a, a conversation with your entire coaching staff and team before you offer the scholarship. I I don't I don't think you you just offer the scholarship and don't tell nobody because it's good. You're, you're hoping of discretion from a child without actually talking to him about it. So, and everybody who said yes, I think this is a good idea, should pack up all their belongings and never plan to come back to this place again. Player, coach, <laughs> uh, athletic oh, director, filter at- everybody out. Yeah, we got to get rid of the stupids. Speak well. Nope, you took away my transition. I can't call it stupid. Bad decisions, as we said before. Bad decisions. Uh, let's talk about DeAndre Wasn't a bad Sanders. decision. That's a lie. <laughs> Deion Sanders' daughter said these things after de- she. Well, let's hear it first, and then we'll talk about it. Campus. Mm, oh, like wow. every few months. Yeah, they don't know that. People are breaking in the locker rooms, stealing from the students. People don't know that it's killings on the campus. Mm. Oh, like wow. every few months. Yeah, they don't know that. People are breaking in the locker rooms, stealing from the students. People don't know that it's killings on the campus. Okay. So that's where she started. She then went days later. And mind you, after. This is all of this came out after way after the celebration bowl. This came out while Dion was going was in has been in Colorado. So she felt the need to she then had to come back and apologize for comments she made about Jackson State earlier on the podcast. Good morning everybody. So, yeah, first I would like to apologize for a comment that I recently made concerning the JSU murders. Um, I do feel like that I over-exaggerated due to the fact that every time I did come to town, I was made aware of shootings, murders, robberies um, on campus, around campus, and in the city. Oh, you didn't apologize Um, at all. But I really do apologize for what I said. It's just that things did happen while my family was there that the public was not made aware of. Good morning, everybody. So, but I definitely shouldn't have exaggerated like that. And I do want to say that I do apologize for that. So, I- so did you uh, people, like the decision? People just, to me, it doesn't even make any sense. First of all, if people were dying every few months at Jackson State, you don't think that maybe somebody will go to Jackson State and say, why do people keep dying here? <laughs> you think black people just going to school and people keep dying every day. <laughs> You're just stepping over the dead body, headed on to your class, huh? Let me head over here to literature. Let me step over this dead body on the way. <laughs> then, then she went from People dying on campus to people dying around campus to people dying in the city. Well, I, I, what what college li- is is there a city where people don't die at, ma'am? That's mind blowing to me. Oh well, well you can say that about Georgia Tech. Well, it's a lot of people getting killed in Atlanta. Georgia Tech, very dangerous place to be, huh? 
Baton Rouge, I can only imagine what you're going to say about LSU. <laughs> it's disappointing. No, it's, it's not disappointing. This is a lie. This is stupid. Is this she lied? So, so sorry. I, I'm a father, so I had to check on the baby. Um, so what's disappointing? Need to check on this baby too. <laughs> what's disappointing is Shador and Shiloh have said almost a hundred and eighty degree difference from what DeAndra and Dion say about Jackson State. Shador and Shiloh say, especially Shador says, yeah, we heard, you know, we heard about uh, violence and we were told about violence in the city, but we never encountered that. We never encountered any of that. All stealings in the lot. We never encountered any of that. He said that after the press, after the uh, celebration bowl. He said uh, the impact that we had in the community goes levels beyond what I ever thought it was. I didn't, I've never seen this many black people in one spot that were just happy to be around each other. Shiloh said the same thing. Shiloh didn't really want to leave. He's really, he said it multiple times. And then you have Dion and DeAndre who are on the other sides, killers on campus, breaking into the locker room, doing all of this other stuff. Coupled with Dion's actions and what we like or don't or dislike about however you feel about it, him leaving and going to Colorado in the manner that he did. This, As, this I would be is fiery upset at first. The internet. I would be fiery upset at first, but now it's the same thing with Ed Reed. It's just like just disappointing. Uninformed people are talking about things they have no clue about. On a huge this platform. is the danger of the internet, though. Because what happens is, and which was one of the talking points I had in the air read discussion on the internet with a hundred million people who were mad with me, is there was this lady. She was a Ravens fan. She did not know anything about Bethune Cookman. So she just started Googling. Wrong as two left shoes. Well, she just putting down information. Oh, Jackson, I mean, not Jackson State, Bethune Cookman, graduation rate, yada, yada, yada. I'm like, ma'am, I looked at her profile. I ain't gonna lie. I looked. I was like, ma'am, have you have you ever been to a HBCU? That's have not the point. Have you ever been to Bethune Cook? <laughs> That's not the point. I'm not doing this with no. you. No. No, 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 no. She was in the fell clutch and she knew I was right. And I didn't disrespect her. But I said, let's be real here. You don't know anything about anything that you're talking about, right? This is a, this is a beautiful institution with a long, beautiful history. Shout out to Mayor Bethune, um, Cookman. Uh, I mean, excuse me, McLeod. Mary you McLeod don't McLeod. know. <laughs> yes, you don't know anything about what you're, she she had me hot. She was just spewing, and she was like, "I'm just here to protect Ed. I'm a Ravens fan," and I had to kind of coach a lady through like this is. I better understand than me. it, I and like, I respect it. A lot of words that I shouldn't say, you need to shut up. There would have been a lot of four or five-letter words, and then I'm like, you need to shut up. And then well, I would have tried to be tactical I, after I pissed you off. But It's too uh, late. You can't but, do it then. That's the reason I wanted to make sure that I had the conversation with the lady. I get it. I'm passionate about my teams, too. And, some, and to a certain degree, if you pick the right team at the right time, I might be irrationally supportive of my team. 
But man, what you're talking about here goes Lord. beyond just team support. We are talking about this is a legitimate African American issue, and you just hopped your ass in here because you did three Googles, and two of them was wrong. And so, and to answer, Sneaky, Sneaky said this can't be the daughter that says she wanted to stay or stick around on campus, hang out with her friends. No, that is Shalomi, his no, youngest not. daughter. This is DeAndre, his oldest daughter. So she, in fact, is speaking on things that she does not know. She's not on campus. And she said, even when I come to town, you don't even live there. You just said, oh, when I come visit, I heard some bad things. Well, you ever been to Atlanta or Houston <laughs> or L.A. or New York? Or Philly, uh, or DC. Yeah. These are yeah, all wonderful and beautiful places, but a lot of shit happens there because they big ass cities. Yep. So, it was, like I said, man, I was not, and I'm still not on par with everyone saying I think this needs to be the end of uh, pro football, pro athletes coming back to HBCUs. I don't think it needs to be the end because then you'll never have Eddie George. I think it needs to be the the process and the conversation and dialogue before you bring somebody on, no matter how much they think they know, no matter how much they think they're doing something, explain to them the position, our position, and what it takes to be a coach, not just X's and O's. You have to go out there, and especially what it means to be a coach, at an HBCU. It's different yes. than it is at a PWI. You, I think that you need to discuss with the coaches specifically. These are the things that you must do. Number one, clearly outline what we expect of you. Then, I like Bethune-Cookman, clearly outline the things that you cannot do and work here. Yep. Also, when you have these conversations... Go in there with your respect on. You are not our savior. You're not a great football coach. You've never coached before. I want you, I want you to understand that we are taking a risk with you. You are entrusting us in the beginning of your coaching career. We're entrusting you in the ability to be a head coach with no prior experience. I think if you go in there with that level set of we're doing each other solid, I think you have a much higher chance of being successful. If 100%. you go in and think that this man jumped down from the NFL heavens to save you and this is your gold jacket savior, hang on, it is it's not gonna work for either parties, and you're disrespecting the lineage that you have before this person got here. You are not bigger than the institution. That's not how this is going to be, no. period. No, never. I don't care if you make 100 tackles in one game, throw 30 touchdowns. You ain't educated black people for 100 years. <laughs> you, need to put, you need to put what you've done and who you are in perspective. Yep. Yep. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we've come to the end of the HBCU segment of episode 88 of Splashcast Monday Night Raw. Appreciate y'all for tuning in on Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, and anywhere else you get your D and Spotify. Anywhere else you get your DSPs. Appreciate y'all for listening as well. We'll be right back as we get ready for our basketball segment. Um, a lot of stuff going on in the garden. On and off the court. Uh, <laughs> 
And then, of course, Twitter fingers are Twitter fingering. Y'all stay tuned. Hey, hey. Oh, yeah. And funny enough, we know how to end this segment at the right time, unlike Edward. <laughs> Y'all stay tuned. We'll be, <laughs> we'll be right back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 88 of the Splashcast, Monday Night Raw. Uh, we are back and get into our basketball segment, episode 88. Time for hoops. Time for hoops. Woo! Had to go check on the baby. <laughs> Had to run and downstairs And Reggie checked on the baby, and it is time for hoops. Once again, it's also time for you to do what? Grab your phone, like, follow, and subscribe. We're going to tell right. you all this till you do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's a few things that we wanted to talk about today, but I, I, the first thing is there's a public service announcement. Um, public service announcement, it happened at the Garden uh, right before the Lakers versus uh, right before the Lakers versus Celtics game on Sunday, primetime game. There's an announcement made. Paul Pierce is single. What's up? As long as you know that the truth is telling the whole truth, nothing but the truth, and the truth is that the truth is single. Uh, I think y'all should, ladies, take love heat. these posts. Now, this is a lot different from his quitting post in uh <laughs> when he quit ESPN or got fired, depending on how you look at it. <laughs> but Paul Pierce is single, ladies and gentlemen. If you want a good time, he'll let you know. This is, I love these posts, number one. They're fantastic. Nobody asked, but Paul just let us know. He's single. Uh, these posts typically come with some with a jealous ex. And you knew that it was going to get 2.2 million views. I think this is a excellent move. City Boy's been running the score up anyway. Man, because y'all been losing, City Girls. I ain't hey. neither one, but y'all been losing. Y'all currently in the champagne girl. shower. Uh, so, <laughs> y'all got to get up out of that champagne shower before you try to come. <laughs> and he doubled boy. down on it. He didn't She doubled stop. down on it. And another city girl, not another city girl, another girl that likes city girls doubled down on it too. Hey, man, we don't kink shame. You, you once again took the words out of our mouth. Here at the Splash Cast, we do not kink shame. And we support people single and trying to get that, you know, I don't know if you're getting your groove back. I don't know if the groove was ever lost. I don't know a whole lot about Paul Pierce's dating life. But ladies, the (laughs) truth is free. The The truth is real. (laughs) The truth is here for you. Reach out. Paul Pierce liked the strippers, though. Hey, man. Jimmy Butler. Again. To Argentinian kids. Doing. Range. (laughs) Doing. Just, just. Straight adding to his lore, I should say. You know, he did the dreadlocks. He's the one that started the ninja headband. Locks. We don't use I mean the locks, sorry. Not dread. He did the locks. He's the one that started the ninja headband. Uh, Activities in the bubble. (laughs) There's a double entendre there. But. (laughs) I don't know why we fought. 
don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, was, I was gonna bring up Jimmy Butler beating the the number one team with a Rolex on when he oh, was yeah. in um, Minnesota, and Reggie brings up. <laughs> oh, I'm the man gonna... that broke a minute, the man that broke a team and a player. That's lore, though. I support it. That's lore. <laughs> you Jimmy, exposed how he, soft the Everything is. about him is a myth. <laughs> if you look at him on paper, it just doesn't make sense until you until you see him play basketball, and he is iconic. Iconic is a strong word, but he's really good at basketball. He uh, he's iconic. He's he's in the same vein to me as kind of like Kobe Bryant in the ability to will your team and to will yourself, not skill level, will level. <laughs> Jimmy Butler does have a will that is unprecedented. I've seen him, and, and that's the part that if and I know we don't do a deep dive on Jimmy Butler. He's not the greatest basketball player, not the fastest, not the strongest, not the tallest. But his will level is what gets him to the next level. He's not even the like, you know how some guys like Luca, he's not in the greatest shape, but he's skilled. Jimmy, not even the most skilled player. No, he he's definitely got a little bit of Rodman and uh, Oak and uh, Anthony Mason. You mean in him. toughness? Yeah, just even he just with it. Just I will do whatever it takes to win, and I'm tough. So basically, Jimmy Butler, a fan says, Dear Jimmy, we flew 4,400 miles to see you play. Can we get a photo? Can we get a photo? This was the little kid's reaction when they found out that Jimmy Butler was actually not going to play that night and did not actually uh, even attend the game. So. Yeah, I think he was, I think he was, he might have been ill. I think he was legitimately sick. Yeah. And when so, I say legitimately sick, not not like scheduled off or anything like that, load management. I think he was actually genuinely under the weather. And they took care of the kid, number one. And then he did get an opportunity to actually meet Jimmy, which was excellent. And yeah. not only did he get to meet Jimmy, he went to this game. And I think the next game, and Jimmy Butler hit the dagger. They were up, but he hit the dagger to, to put him away. Yeah, so this game that Jimmy Butler didn't go to, he actually got assigned. Uh, they gave him a Jimmy Butler jersey. Um, and then he got a picture with Gabe. Davis. Vincent. Vincent. Gabe Vincent. Got a picture with Gabe Vincent. I was like, man, you couldn't even get Bam. But it is what it is. Got a picture with Gabe Vincent. Um, and he said, thanks, Jimmy Butler. Thank you for the gifts. That's it. Uh, so then the next day they brought him back to the practice arena and Jimmy was there and he actually got to meet Jimmy Butler, got a picture with him and his family. And they actually were able to walk and tour the facility, uh, which is this picture right here. where They actually got to walk through and see the locker room. Well, shout out to not only the heat to Jimmy Butler for making this fan's dream come true. And, just good job, man. Because NBA players don't don't nearly get enough credit for all the things they have to deal with, and and just being good humans. Like this is this is not something Jimmy had to do. He'd have been like, "Hey, man, I don't know you from a can of paint. 
hey, tough light. He went out of his way to make sure to accommodate this dude, make him feel, feel special. And, I mean, that's the reason that the NBA market continues to grow. And this kid's all, all the way in Argentina. Yeah, he'll be he, – he probably will have um... – and he'll grow up to be Luka Doncic part two. Watch that. It's always a story like that. Oh, you remember that time we took that picture with Jimmy Butler? And then seven years later, this dude grows Argentina? to be eight feet tall and destroys yep. Jimmy Butler. Now he's Ricky Rubio. You'd be like, dang, exactly. Ricky Rubio Jr. Um, <laughs> hey, man. Every right, let's talk. Kong and let's... Jason take a photo of all time. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about You look some like more. them. You knew everybody before? You was like seven and you was kicking it with Kobe? Must be nice. I wasn't clearly good enough at seven. <laughs> uh, let's go to the Celtics. I mean, the, the Lakers. The Lakers and the Celtics. Well, yeah. They, are, they, they was there together. <laughs> this is LeBron's reaction to him feeling that he got fouled on the game-winning layup by Jason Tatum. And just to be clear, they lost this game in overtime <laughs> to the Celtics. And it was an, it it was a foul. Just to be clear, it was a foul. But look, look at how this mad man. he is. <laughs> oh, 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 you know, bro. First of all, I hate to say it. If I won this game, I'm falling out laughing. Oh, and yeah. Brian, if you my homeboy or not, you just going to have to be mad, dog. Because you're going to catch these jokes. You are entirely too mad. You are the second greatest basketball player of all time. You doing all of this, running around, yelling, take a knee, devastated. Right. <laughs> well, 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 we'll keep going. In his defense, he did Wait, say. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Somebody told me this is the reaction after LeBron looked back and seeing everything he gave away for Anthony Davis. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what somebody told me. He's like, oh, Kuzma and Ingram and Lonzo, what was I doing? I'm well, I mean, you got Rui. Oh, financially, never recover. You got Rui. <laughs> you got Rui. Nah, LeBron was so mad. He was in overtime, just absolutely <laughs> pissed. Pissed. LeBron's I mean, LeBron, this think about this for the last two games. These are the two images we have of LeBron him sitting on the bench like this when they're getting blown out. And then him losing in overtime, big mad. That's why LeBron be so good at Madden. He be going kicking people's ass on Madden after the game. Sick <laughs> of y'all. And the thing is, bro, he had like 40 points now. Again, that's up. why he's sick. I'm 38 years old scoring 40 points, and y'all fuckers keep losing. Best games of his life with Patrick Beverly running point. That's you, though. You got this team. You got this team. You got that, oh. you got that cloudy ass bubble ring, <laughs> but you know what this is. You, we all know what this is. When you're planning to break up with a girl and you start going over the top on little things that she's doing, you know that you're finna make an exit. You came here, you brought them burnt toast, the eggs. They over easy. I asked for them scrambled. You don't want to make this work. I'm the only person committed to making this relationship work. And I'm, I I can't take it no more. I come here every day with a good attitude. I'm willing to go to therapy. Nah, it's over. He knew he was he ready to go. <laughs> that boy LeBron his, calls by, in the scene his bag's by the door. 
<laughs> you see, he walked off before. Ooh, walked straight off the field. Walked straight off the court. Last time they was talking trash mm. to him. He looked like nobody was points, talking trash 50% to him. 50% from the field. He was torching them, too. He got a right to be mad, but we're going to laugh. See, this is Look the other this. one. See, this is the one before. This is what we got. <laughs> this is the one that made me laugh. The one with the Celtics was sad because he truly got fouled. But this one made me a laugh. Boy, Braun playing it, losing to the Clippers. Lakers are not supposed to lose to the Clippers, no matter how good the Clippers are. If you let Lakers fans tell it, you are not supposed to lose to the Clippers. And this is LeBron watching them get torched. Bruh, not even sitting next yeah. to nobody. Don't nobody sit here. Nobody can sit here. Leave me my space. Don't talk to me. <laughs> this is when you're out with your girlfriend's friend and you sick of you typically just sick of your girlfriend's friends. Now You're you not sick actually sick of your girlfriend. You just don't want to. Now you like, man, I hate my girlfriend, and I really hate her friend. And you you sitting there with that look on your face for the specific reason for somebody to ask, are you okay? Oh, all right. Actually, Hell I'm no! <laughs> actually, I'm not. I don't like none of y'all, and now she getting on my nerves. I only let y'all be around here because I like her. Y'all should have been gone. <laughs> so hey, LeBron, bro, what are you trying then, to play next year? So if you're LeBron, what do you do here? Get this together. That we see in the airline. Look, he's mad. Look at him. You sick. Hey, 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 <laughs> hey bro, you better get this together. That we see in the airline. Look, he's mad. So, Look at him. You I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> If LeBron you, got you to you, though, with danger. <laughs> you're playing with a lot of danger here. And I'm going to tell you why. This is still this is a black man right after work. <laughs> a very sensitive time for all. At a job people. that he hates. <laughs> yes. Not a job that he hates working with people who he hates. And you talk about his hairline. That's two very sensitive subjects for a middle age. Well, I'm not. I'm. A late thirties, yeah, mid to That's late thirties black man. I guess middle aged black man. Middle aged. Very sensitive I mean, place. After middle aged, yeah. Is what, I mean, I mean, I, I don't know. We don't live to be about eighty anyway. He mid thirties. He right. That's home. that's middle. Mid. Woo woo. Life come at you fast. See, I got mad just like Bron did. But Mike said, "Hey, bro, we are. It's tight around here." But yeah, you can't do this, and, and you thought it was funny. Had LeBron got a hold of you, boy, he would he would have let out a lot of frustrations on you. And would have gladly wrote you, the check. Would have gladly written yeah. the check, dog. The check oh, would have been out yeah, yeah. of. What, what fit this say by have a baby by me, baby be a millionaire? <laughs> Yo, the Man. check is already written. The check is already written. Man. I know if I'm LeBron. Listen, how much how much you think he got to pursue? How much is an ass whooping to an egregious fan worth to LeBron? Just one, just one time. Somebody that's been talking hey, bro, to you like get this that, the you whole get time. You get that Nike wing back. They, they named it after me to give it to him. I don't care. For the ass what I'm finna whoop, <laughs> I'm gonna give my money's worth. Know that much, boy. So how much <laughs> would you give up? I would, I would, I would be okay to be sued for, you know, three million if I'm a As billionaire. A billionaire? Yeah, three million. Go ahead. How much? Yeah, three million. Three, three million. As a billionaire, yeah. Oh no, I'm how not. long do I get to whoop? How long do I get to whoop him? <laughs> a, a, 
a, a regular fight. You fight, fight, fight. All right, so I'm going to say a regular fight. I'm going to say. It's got to be a fight. It can't be no, I punch you, you girl up, and then go get security, pull me off, and just send me for 3 million. No. You have, I'm going to get, I'm going to get, I'm going to, I get to you, and the only person that's in between me and you is that little old lady right there that's going to keep me from whooping your ass. Yeah. Doris. Doris is back. That's Doris from the gritty. She back. Uh, and I'm going to think that's like a good two and a half minute fight, and I'm in top physical condition. And I'm getting at you least think, a You think that dude could take punches from LeBron for two and a half minutes? I think that's a 30-second fight. But you I, don't just think he has, I don't think he has much of a choice once LeBron starts punching. I don't think. Well, I, I I don't think he'll be conscious for two and a half minutes to take those fights. Oh, now that, that's between him and his own skeletal structural system. <laughs> fight that however you can, dog. But I'm going to tell you, I'm throwing hey makers. <laughs> <laughs> so then you, yeah. I'm trying to knock your block off. Um, but hold say, on for that. Wait, 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 wait. I ain't tell you how much I spend. I might be up for 20 million. 20 well, mil? I'm a billionaire and I haven't even gotten it. I'm an underpaid billionaire. And <laughs> realistically, <laughs> he, he, Society. he has a high chance of making. He may have the opportunity to make as much or more money post retirement. Yeah. Take the twenty, bro. <laughs> you you can take this twenty million and you gonna earn it the hard way. Cause I'm finna put hands, feet, and beats on you, my friend. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> so then there's LeBron. Yeah, I did Jason. it. And I hope it burned in hell. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope he burns in hell. Where's that Samuel Jackson clip? Uh, <laughs> Yo, I, I stomp him out to the to the lights come on. Hey y'all! <laughs> so I can't wait to do the Celtics in the in the the Lakers oh, play again. I just knew you was gonna say I can't wait to <laughs> you whoop somebody. I I don't know. I don't know if LeBron has that. You know. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not you willing don't to be find out. To I'm about to say I'm not willing to find out, but. I, I'm not gonna be the one to try to push him to that point, but I don't know. No, he sir. has too much, too much to lose, more than gaining whooping somebody ass. Now on the court, Ooh, who got too much to lose? On the court, I mean with future business stuff and all that. On the court though, Jason Tatum, a billionaire too now. LeBron said, "Yo, good block, Jason Tatum. Look at the foul. Look at the foul. That is a foul though. Smooth on the arm. LeBron, big man. Oh my God, what the hell." Ah, big foul, big baby Bron. That was a foul. That was a foul. Bron was big mad. Said good block, Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum said last game, last night was a blur. Good game, champ. Ain't gonna lie to you. First of all, they're good friends. I mean, they went to Draymond's wedding together. We got the pictures, album art. They all real good friends. That's not good friend. He idolizes that man. Either way, they they have a positive relationship. This will blow by. But Jason Tatum definitely pulled the the excuse of I'll remember. It wasn't me. Last I, night was a blur. <laughs> I don't remember anything. I don't think that, that was an excuse. You don't have to remember anything. Want, the picture's right I here. I think that, that <laughs> I think it was clear clearly him being facetious. Think so? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> you look at the emojis. <laughs> game. Ah. You got this me. is this is my issue with this is LeBron. You also get 
plenty of calls. Never seen you this upset when it goes the other way. Well, I mean, why would you be upset for getting the call? I don't, I, I don't, I don't understand that point. But I mean, this My was a thing game. Is you can't be jumping all around. You Ray J in in one wish video on your knee, ah, bro. Fuck that shit off, man. No, no. If you listen to LeBron uh, in the post game, he said that reaction was also over the a few games this season. He feels that players have been fouled at the end of the game, have not gotten a call, and ended up costing them the game. They feel that on multiple games. I mean, didn't Dennis Schroeder said something? Wait. Um, I th- I thought did it cost you more games than trading for Anthony Davis? I mean, I would think not. Oh, okay then. So as mad as you want to be with the rest, be mad at yourself. No, nah, that's not fair. That's not you, fair. What's not fair about you playing GM and destroying this team and now your team's sorry as hell? Are you mad because you lost the game on a Wednesday? Bro, we do not care. Yeah. Hey, cry me a river, my guy. <laughs> Call Justin Timberlake. See if he's free. Oh man, Luda Skip. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Candace Parker has now made the best team, <laughs> has made the best team in the WNBA, the best team, the better best team in the WNBA. They now have Asia. Good, better, best. <laughs> Never let it rest. <laughs> so your good is your better, your better hey, is your better best. Better is your best. Uh, they have Asia Wilson, who's the reigning, fine, the reigning Miss WNBA. I don't know what I don't know anything else. I don't think she was defensive player of the year. I think she was MVP, offensive player of the year, finals MVP. Uh, she also won rookie of the year two years ago or three years ago. She like is everything. Um, super team. I would like that. This is this the first WNBA super team? You know, imagine if they kept Liv's campaign. She could still come back. No, she was with the Sparks. Was she? No, 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 she cannot. <laughs> no, she cannot. She is not invited to the cookout anymore. Oh, Sneaky said KD to the dubs, the female version. Yeah, she did slap the African. Can't do that. Um, KD to the dubs, the female oh, version. No. That's not the reason. You went somewhere else and then acted a fool again. I told you, I don't think Cam Beige want to play basketball anymore. But congratulations to Candace Parker. Uh, I've been a long time supporter of the Las Vegas Aces. What's the difference uh, between her going there and KD going to the to the Warriors? Now that a viewer brought it up. I mean, let's be real. It's a woman, so we we gonna we're gonna champion this move. <laughs> I, I, I'm and I was I, I I wasn't I I didn't see anything wrong with what uh, KD did. They they had a good Fair. job. They were hiring. He went over there. <laughs> Isn't that what we do every day? <laughs> Better benefits, better connections. Yeah. I done started my life in Silicon Valley. Like, y'all don't know how much KD yeah. works a ton of money. Y'all <laughs> mad with me because I went to a better job. <laughs> now, if you do that, then it's good career management. Me, if I do it, I'm the worst guy to ever play basketball. Well, you can hate me from outside the club, my friend. <laughs> and Trey is hurt tonight. Yeah, he's not playing. Um, So, yeah, Candace Parker. Are we gonna go? Let's since we talked about KD, great, great segue, guys. Kevin, oh man, he, 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 he. <laughs> Kevin Durant 
commented on Shaquille O'Neal when Shaq said, yo, I don't know. Uh, I don't know who Rui Hachimura is. Basically, when the Lakers traded for Rui Hachimura, Shaq said, I don't know who that, who is that? Who? I don't know him. Shaquille went on to later say, if you ain't a top 10 player, I don't know who you are. Lie. I'm not watching the Bullets or the Wizards. Shaq doubled down, is- but, but then KD called him out and said, dang, Shaq don't know basketball? And Shaq, Shaq, one thing Shaq know how to do, he don't know how to escalate stuff like one level. He go from like one to 12. He said, I don't know the ball, but I know how to. Red button pushing, you come <laughs> over here playing. Woo! <laughs> But I I know how to brush my hair or decide to cut it when I'm go when I was going bald. Love always the bus driver. <laughs> the bus driver was such I like a good all of this. Shot. Jesus, that was a shot. <laughs> I like all of this. Don't play with Shaq. And I also know that Shaq is the truth is is not lying about this. We watch him when they cover the Hawks on TNT. If it ain't Trey Young, he knows just enough about John Collins. Chuck actually likes Hunter, and Shaq likes Bogdanovich because his name is Bogdanovich. The rest of you guys don't know who y'all are. Yeah, that's a big that's a big that's a big change from if I don't know you from top ten to I don't know you. If you're not top ten, I don't know you. That's incorrect. Unless he was no, trying no, to say, was, unless was he was some... trying to say, why didn't you go get a top 10 player? Why are you getting this dude? No, what he was trying to say was, number one, Lakers are his team. He supports the Lakers. And he probably does not or has very limited knowledge on Rui Hashimura. And I, I don't think any of this is a lie. And I've said it too, Rui, what is Rui, unfortunately, is not really the best at anything. So you can't even put him in a category of like, oh, yeah, well, you know, Rui will be the guy to, you know, shoot a bunch of threes or dunk on you or play good defense. Rui's just kind of a all-around decent basketball player. So but you don't I, think he moves the needles for this Lakers team at all? And KD was like, what, damn, I got cooked for saying nothing. <laughs> KD said, I got cooked for just asking a question. <laughs> Yeah, so this is the thing. Punctuation matters. And I think that Shaq took this as Shaq doesn't know basketball. Dot, not dot, Shaq dot, doesn't dot. know basketball. And I think that Kevin, I mean, Kevin, you still put it out there like you was insinuating. You was playing with fire. Well, he was, well, I mean, no. Like I said, for somebody to say, I don't know you if you're not a top 10 player, unless you're being facetious and you're saying that none of y'all other people matter directly and not implying it, then you you definitely, one, you know more than top 10 players, top 10 players. Like, yeah, but I think there's he, 32 I think teams. He, you know the Shaq. best player on just about every team. That's 32 players right there. Yes, yes. He was being facetious with that, but I think the Shaq probably only knows probably your best sevens on good team top five on everybody else there's 100 players yeah he knows more than 10 <laughs> damn basketball players he has personal relationships with more than 10 so, active basketball players. so that's what i'm saying well the top 10 so that's what i'm saying like well dang Shaq. i think he was responding like dang that's Sha- if Shaq is being facetious kd was being facetious too and Shaq was like oh, nah. nah 
Ain't no facetiousness well, over one here, funny brother. Person here. <laughs> it is and, me. This is my show. <laughs> and, and as a person who's done that a few times, every now and then you gotta let them know, hey, that joke was good. I'm the person here for the comedic relief. And we're in this right here, right now. KD be going after people on Twitter. Now, Joel Embiid uh, did this celebration after an intense game with the Nets that saw Joel Embiid drop a million points and a million rebounds and a million assists and step back threes like he's been doing all year. And he should definitely be an all-star starter. Y'all are crazy. Um, I was about to say the same thing that he had 22 points the first half tonight. <laughs> I get a lot of those. Joel Embiid on fire in the first half. 22 points, seven yeah. rebounds, three blocks. Oh, <laughs> Back you up. Have to play. <laughs> uh, not in the MVP. Hey. Whatever, man. Um, Joel Embiid and, and Nicholas Claxton though. Nicholas Claxton is making his best impression of defensive player of the year. Uh, he leads the league in blocks. He's top five. Don't don't misquote me. My top ten in rebounding. Uh, he is a defensive force for the Nets, who, for the most part, don't have any inside defense besides him. So, well, Katie plays, but I mean, Katie really ain't no post defender. But he's been playing out of his mind, and him and Joel and B went at it. Uh, woo, woo. Did they go at it? Did they go at it? In the first half, they did, and then Joel and the 76ers oh, went I crazy. Oh, for the game. <laughs> no. Jo- that happened when Nicholas Claxton blocked his shot and then started talking, and then Joel started, like, uh, you know, being Joel. <laughs> and then they got into it a little bit. I was like, Joel about to kill you for the rest of the game, by the way. You still give up 65 pounds to that guy. No matter how high you can jump, ain't nothing you can really do. 65 pounds. 65 pounds, he has a better jump shot, he has better footwork, he has better in paint, he has better perimeter, he has a better mid-range, he's a better defensive player, he's taller than you. He's not the you. better defensive he's player. He's heavier than you. He's not the better defensive player. But I was talking about you, just, you, you talking about skill, I'm talking about, yes, I'm talking about this year he is. I'm talking about Joel Embiid was just going to punish him because at the end of the day, let me finish, he got 65 pounds on you minimum, and there's really nothing you can do when he does. It's like it's like Giannis when Giannis decides to be Giannis. When Giannis is like, okay, no more jump shots. I'm about to score 50 points on 90% shoot. What, didn't he just do that? 70% shooting? 50 points on 75% shooting? Like when he decides to do that, there's really nothing you can do. And when Joel Embiid decides to just be 7 feet 1, 300 pounds, there's nothing anybody can do in the league. Nobody. And that's what I was saying when I was like, yo, he about to punish you. He about to, he's about to punish you on the block. He's about to punish you all over the court. But he is going to let you know that he is stronger, bigger, and better than you in every sense of the basketball world. That's what I mean. I'm but I do think Nicholas, Nicholas Claxton is better, nev- is better than him defensively this year. This year, he is. Nicholas Claxton is a defensive player of the year candidate. No, he. Yes, he is. Show me. He. Until proven otherwise. He leads the league in blocks. He leads the league in blocks. He leads any person that leads the league in blocks is going to be a defensive player of the year candidate. Any person. Okay, well, I'm looking at the ladder, and I'm going to tell you a name that I see absent Nicholas Claxton. And I see a bunch of guys on this list who play his position. 
Jaron Jackson Jr., Brooke yep. Lopez. Oh. Brooke Lopez. He's right, Kev. He's second behind Jaron Jackson Jr., I believe. They've talked about this literally all year. He leads the league in block. Okay, maybe he is. I know he is. I'm telling you. <laughs> Stat man. He ain't uh, a better defender than, than damn man. Hell no. You can say whatever you want to. Make it Jackson ah! make it look real. <laughs> this year hey, he is a better defender. You but again. You me that you, man, he don't even believe that. No, you're the only one that don't believe that. But and you even went to your to your numbers and it still showed that you're wrong. But again, Kevin Durant, the whole point of this entire segment, this whole point of the entire segment was Kevin Durant's Twitter fingers went at Joel Embiid right after going at Shaq. Uh, so, uh, you better leave them uh, bigs alone. Yeah, ain't nothing you can do with Joel, bro. But I mean, nothing Joel can do with Kevin Durant. Either. But I mean, I do also want to let you know that Triple H. Uh, did support this. He actually asked, uh, with the fine being, I think it was either fifteen or twenty thousand. Can he just pay for them in bulk? Uh, <laughs> if Joel <laughs> wanted to get a few more off, uh, and I support that, being that the WWE. And then you got to have him at the WWE at the end of the season. Got to oh, do man. it. Absolutely, without a doubt. And they they print money over there. Well, until recently, and now it looks like they're gonna just sell it all off. Uh, but with that said, yeah, they're printing money. So, yeah, I, I want to see this every game if Triple H is willing to pay for it. Yeah. Oh, that's what you're looking at, the, the text that Kev sent? You said apparently so. Oh, anyway. Yeah, man. I'm actually, I think, I'm look. I think these two are scheduled to play each other in the play-in. I'm not playing, in the playoffs. I think right now they're three and, three and six. Maybe they're four and five. No. I think. By the end of the season, they could play end up playing each other in the first or second round. Well, sorry to the Nets <laughs> and the Nick, Nicholas Claxton. You better win Defensive Player of the Year because you're not gonna win that battle versus Joel Embiid. Oh God, yeah, Joel, Joel gonna try to kill you, bro. He gonna try to kill you. Try. <laughs> Cam Thomas never smiles. Uh, I don't know why. A lot of people didn't know why. And then they asked him, Cam, how come you don't never smile? So no, he's very laid back. He's known for not getting up or down. He's never really angry or mad. They said, yo, why don't you ever smile? He said, because ain't shit funny. And that was the interview, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> do you see who's on his team? <laughs> ben Simmons. I wouldn't laugh either. Oh. <laughs> you see all that money he getting paid? Ain't nothing. What is funny about a dude who can't shoot free throws, can't shoot at all, refused to shoot the ball, scared of Trey Young, his back didn't broke, he got tapped in the eye, had to go to the locker room. No, I ain't nothing funny except for getting this dude off my team. Oh, and the whole time, James Harden is averaging like 20, 10, and 10. Yeah. Nothing is funny about this. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean... <laughs> That's your answer. <laughs> no, if you want to talk about, yeah. I didn't know that's where you were gonna go with that. My answer was, well, you can't really blame Ben Simmons for Cam Thomas being mad. You got to blame Kyrie Irving. Cause Kyrie Irving was the one that pissed James Harden off when he was going through whatever he's going through, and then James Harden said, "Fuck it, I'm out," and went to a place that could afford him. It just so happens that Philly was like, "Hey, I he wants to leave too. Let's just swap." <laughs> Even swap ain't a swindle. And, this and was a swindle. 
And now you have it's somebody that you have a team this is going a to the finals. <laughs> you have another team trying to make stay out of the play-in round. Is what it is. And for all of y'all that said that James Harden was fat and out of shape. He was fat and out of shape. He didn't care. the best days of his career. Once again, I'm talking to my brother Cedric. He's averaging <laughs> 23, 21.3 points a game, 6.3 rebounds a game, and 11 assists a game. Yeah, he is. And I told y'all, and let this be a lesson to some of y'all. When y'all <laughs> say that players have just fallen off a cliff, go back and figure out when they fell off a cliff. If they've fallen off the cliff in less than 12 months, you might want to reassess that. Well, James Harden had, I mean, James Harden's been known to show up to camp out of shape, but he was just, he just didn't want to be there no more. And... He got his. He got. He he moved. He forced his way out. Sorry for the Nets. Not really. And then finally, great job, Nets. The Memphis Grizzlies did a. You know, Memphis Grizzlies did a lot of talking. Uh, ja put them out there. Put the bullseye on their back. I'm good in the West. I only. I only. He didn't say fear. I only think that we have to deal with the Celtics, uh, which is tough. Seeing as how you haven't come out of the West yet. And you weren't in first place at the time. Uh, and now that bullseye is turning into a firing range. They have Jaron Jackson Jr. has 88 steals, blocks, and is credited to Jaron Jackson Jr. in 16 home games. 16 away games is only 45. They're, and I think that is a microcosm or a small uh, a look into Memphis as a whole. Like, they've fallen off. Really, since that discussion? Well, well, it's tricky because, of course, this came from Reddit. And there have been multiple people who I guess have vetted and say out of his 66 blocks. Uh, looks here, they said, like, only three of them were mislabeled. Which is okay, even if everything is true. How can you explain a guy who is a monster at home and a mouse on the road. Uh, I mean, a lot of players early in their career deal with that. This you is a stark to, difference. You can go back to Scottie Pippen. Scottie Pippen early in his career was yeah, was not great on the road. You, I mean, it's it's everywhere now. If you, my point is, you can't be out there. Being, you got the bullseye on your back now. You have to answer the bell, Memphis. These teams oh, are coming yeah, trying to knock Miles, you. It, you know what's crazy? Don't all over them. That's what it is. That's what it is. You put the by putting that bullseye on their back. You get treated like you won the NBA championship. You get treated like we are gonna play our best against y'all every single game. Without Absolutely. the championship. Without the championship. Now. I mean, it maybe by the playoffs, like like Sticky said, better fix it by the playoffs. Maybe by the playoffs they'll be battle tested, but y'all, y'all, y'all got a lot of improvement. Did, did to too Memphis. much, too much talking, not enough win. We we go up to Chenny looking for smoke. Well, you you might need an N nine five because you don't look like you don't look smoke proof to me, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, I mean, now at home they are they are difficult to beat at home, but like any other young team on the road. There's a lot of chinks in their armor. 
So we'll see, man. But if they ever get over that hump, though, because they are young everywhere. They are young everywhere. They have, they're, they're starting five. One, two, three, four, five. They're all young. Jared Jackson Jr., John Morant, Steven Dylan Adams. Brooks. Steven Adams is still in his 20s. <laughs> How many more years do you think Steven Adams got? In the role that he plays, however long he wants to play. <laughs> yes, you're right. All you got to do is be big and move people Be out big of and get the rebound and, and be a bodyguard. You can do that to you. Not strong no more. And we both know that Steven Adams is super Saiyan strong. So he probably going to be strong until he die. But at a certain point, does Jaron Jackson Jr. not have to move into the five role? I think so. I think Steven. I mean, they did it. They've already done that uh, in the playoffs last year when they said Steven Adams was unplayable. Uh well, he's getting smoked. So they put Jaron Jackson at the five. I think that's five, more of they bring a, in, uh, a matchup thing. The light skinned dude, the the uh, Brian Williams, yeah. Grant Williams. No, I can't. Grant I guess, Williams, uh, Grant Williams with the locks. Plays for I can't. The, uh, I, no, it's not Grant Williams. I can see he his face. But you know what I'm talking about. So they'll bring him in. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, Jaron Jackson has to play the five. He could play the five against everybody except for like Joel B, Nikolai Jokic, Aiton, and. Uh, the only thing I don't like about him is I think his motor, I think this is kind of indicative, his motor does not run the hottest. I don't think that, and I think that he's one of those guys, he's a big who floats around the three-point line too much. I hate, he He got a little bit of call. Do you think he's really a five, though? I don't think he's really a five. I too tall not a, to be. You can't I be thought, a, you, you. I thought he was a four. I thought he wanted four? to be a four. He's, a, he's what, 6'10", ain't he? Yo, I get so tired of these Anthony Davis ass dudes out here. I'm tall as hell, but nah, I'm actually a power forward. Bro, if you don't get your ass in, like, that's where I kind of agree with Hakeem. Even though he was wrong, I, I didn't, I'm not going to say Hakeem was wrong because he's the dream. Yeah, he's only 16. He's a four. How many centers are are taller than him? Not very many. Uh, he's the same size as Clint Capella. He's an inch taller than John Collins. Welcome to NBA centers. <laughs> you know, John Collins is a four. Raptors, right? John Collins is a four. The yeah, Raptors don't have a center. Is also like seven feet tall. Too. The Raptors don't. You said the Raptors, the Raptors don't have a center. They play nothing but forwards. They play two point guards <laughs> and forwards. That's all they play. They don't play nobody else. Uh, but in terms of centers, I mean, Stephen Adams is taller. Aiton is taller. Uh, uh, the dude for the Bucks is taller. Both of them. He should be able to guard. He should be able to guard him. He's really a, but he's a four. I ain't saying he shouldn't be able to guard. But he's a four. He's not a five. He's gonna have, he's gonna have problems with fives. Who? Jaron Jackson Jr. He gonna have problems with uh. I mean, what fives are what fives are gonna give him trouble? Joel, Nikolai. Joel's a problem for the entire NBA. Yeah, Joel. There, there's not that many centers, like true blue centers. But I mean, he's he's just you'll have problems with fives. Anybody that's a big person. I think any, I, I think I, any I, four. I, like. I think any four. I think he has qualities that. Could, I mean, like Vooch is gonna is not gonna give him problems because he's quicker than Vooch. But I think if Vooch gets him in the paint, 
I, I think Jaron Jackson Jr. Man, a 6'10 with a 7'4 wingspan, bro. You need to play the five. Nah, man. You play the cool. five on my team. <laughs> nah, I'm not doing no more of these Anthony Davis. Oh, no. I'm actually a, a stretch for. Well, if you don't get down there in the paint. So what is a four then? It, for me, his wingspan is, is taller. If 6'10 is taller, is too tall to be a four, then what is a four? Because remember, your, six, your threes are like 6'6 six, six to 6'9. Six, so what is a four? So if you're saying 6'10 is above is a five, and your threes are 6'6 six, six to 6'9, six, where does the four come in? Or is there no more fours? Is, what you, is that really it? There's no more fours? Just a bunch of athletic fives? Clearly. Clearly that's where we're moving. You're moving. I mean, the Hawks are, are the – the Hawks are the leaders of not believing in power forwards. They just happen to have two of them that are pretty good. They just don't play them or, or get them involved. But, no, for me, I want I, – I, that's the benefit. Like, I want Anthony Davis to play the five. I want a guy who can play top-tier defense, which you these guys should be able to do. They should be top-tier rebounders. And they have an offensive skill set that's crazy. Yes, that's what I want out of my five. That allows yeah, but, me to play with more athletic players on the floor. Uh, so, in conclusion, you're saying there's no more fours in. If if is if I'm the coach, Jaron Jackson is the five. Then who's the four? Not on that team. I'm just saying. If you're saying I'm going off, you saying six foot ten or taller is a five, and then you agree that six if foot I look six, at six Jaren foot nine Jackson, is a four. I mean, is a three. Me. So I'm trying to figure out if you saying. I, there's no four. I'm like, well, then, then there, there's there levels of fives. There's levels of fives, then. There's your dominant well, fives that I mean, are Bam, paint. Huh? Bam like, Adebayo is a five. He's a, he's, four. Really a four. He plays the five. He's a four, though. You're saying he is a five. And I'm like, no. Well, I mean, on that team, he is the five. And he's, he's not a okay. bad five. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh what else we got? I think that's it though. I think that's it. I think that's it at uh basketball. There we end on another somber note. Sorry, Jaron Jackson Jr. <laughs> With that being Get said. Get away guys, from the perimeter. You're six ten and seven four wingspan. Shoot in the paint. Stop shooting all them threes. Guys make me sick shooting all them threes. Shake your cane. Uh we come to the end of the basketball segment. We'll be right Almost back. Gave with you the finger. <laughs> And I wouldn't have been wrong. It would have had arthritis. Uh, we'll be right back with the football segment. Y'all stay tuned. Listen to the Splashcast. Tell me that got arthritis. Just go put some, some asper cream on there. You know where to get it. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 88 of the Splashcast, the Around the League edition, Monday Night Raw. I am your co-host, Reggie, back with our news around football, our final segment, football news around the NFL. I don't think we have any college news, but we do have some news around the NFL. Of course, you know it was championship weekend. But before we get to the games, let's start out with... What can be said as somebody that was fired got a job really, really quickly. Former Colts head coach Frank Reich has now become the new head coach of the Carolina Panthers. 
Uh, Frank Reich now returns to the franchise. He quarterbacked in 1995, fresh off of that comeback win against the Buffalo Bills in 1994, I believe. Yeah, 94, 93, one of them years. So Frank Wright leaves timeline, put goes, becomes the offensive coordinator for the Eagles when Super Bowl leaves, becomes the head coach of the Colts. Colts do decently, not great, not bad. Sticks his neck out for former football quarterback and starting quarterback, Carson Wentz. Immediately cuts him <laughs> and says, uh, I stuck I stuck uh, stuck my neck out my neck out for that guy and it almost cost me and it ended up did costing him because that soured the relationship between him and Jim Irsay. He is now going to be the head coach of the Carolina Panthers, a team with really no quarterback per se. Interesting. I thought they were say, the say. say. <laughs> who says that they do have a quarterback? I said per se. So, I mean, you in oh they cut Baker. I'm about to say yeah, Baker's a ram. I said you have two halves make a whole. Could be Baker and Sam Darnold, but no. Uh, <laughs> Sam uh, Darnold. <laughs> they don't have a quarterback. Drake. They don't have a quarterback. So it's interesting. Him. No, you think they're gonna? I think this Let's move signal, pass on Frank. This no, you go after. You go after. Steve Young was ready to play. C.J. Stroud. Did they finish before the Falcons or after the Falcons? Before. I think they got the number seven pick. They might be the number yeah. nine. Either seven or nine. So you my, think they go for C.J. Stroud? From what I've seen, I've heard that they're in the in their market of possibly trading up for Will Levis. Mm, baby got me. You look at the quarterbacks that they've kind of had over time. Will Levis? You're Peyton. You're, you're Peyton Manning. Your Andrew Luck. <laughs> I think that Will Levis falls into Jim Ursay's. Uh, I'm trying to think of the right demographic a little bit better, but they might they might be due for a change here. Um, but right, I don't I don't really hate this hire. I don't think that he's I don't think that he's a good. A good pickup. I, I'm not afraid of the Panthers because they got him. I think well, they're picking him up so that he's a quarterback. I think the Panthers are picking him up, and I I think you pair him with a quarterback. I, I think that's what they're doing. That's why I think that I, Will Levis is is shocking for me. I thought it would have been um, C.J. Stroud personally. It, I mean, Will Levis is a Colts guy, even though the Colts don't have a coach, or do they? Oh, you're right. I'm. I don't know why. You're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, the Panthers. C.J. Stroud. I don't know. I don't know what their situation is. They have a history of black I quarterbacks. He's looking for I a better version. Don't, I think the Panthers draft behind us. Yeah, I think they're nine. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. I don't think that. Yeah, they. I don't know. Hey, they better trade up. What? I hope a quarterback falls to us. Nah, Levis might be there. I know C.J. Stroud, man. It depends on if you Levis have a run of defensive not, players. Levis is not going to be there. The Texans are going to take a quarterback. You think so? The The Colts are going to take a quarterback. You think the Texans the are going to take a quarterback? Gonna, 
Yeah, you have to. I thought they have Davis Mills. You think you think that uh D'Amico Ryan's he's already a defensive guy. Oh, we'll get there. We'll get there. there. We'll get there. I already know where he's I there's rumors of where he's trying to go. There's already rumors of who he's trying Uh, to get. But but the Texans have to get a quarterback. And once again, they're kinda and it didn't it thank God that it didn't happen for us. But you assume well, no, you assume that you'll be drafted first again next season, too. So that was my yeah, thing Texans, is Texans aren't good. you, you want to assume that your team gets better so you're not in a position to draft the best quarterback again. I mean, but that's – I don't – yeah. I, no, and the Panthers, when did they, the Panthers draft? The Panthers draft nine. I so, no, I, I, I expect Levis to be off the board by then. I expect Stroud and Bryce Young to be off the board. So you know who Anthony that would leave him. You know who that would uh Anthony Richardson's going to the tech to the to the Panthers. You will get an up that will be an up close and personal um um experiment for us because we are on opposite sides of the Anthony Richardson coin. He thinks and he thinks he's gonna be good. I don't. <laughs> so he will, I, we will get to see him twice a year. Yeah, he's he's top yeah, five. But the Panthers, the, I, the Panthers, I didn't say. I said he will. He, you think he's gonna be good? I don't. And we'll get it up close and personal. I, we, I mean, anybody can. You go, be good. I don't. Jamarcus Russell I'm a firm could be good. If, so if Zach, you go to Zach, the wrong team, it, Taylor it's Thomas could be good to too. Yeah, he went to the right team. Um, I don't, yeah, I I don't think he sneaky. went to the right team. I definitely don't think he went to the right team. The Jets are not an offensive team. They didn't need him to be an offensive player. They needed all they needed him to do was just throw the ball on time. He couldn't do that. I think that he could be mediocre. Mm-hmm. Richardson, or I think he could have been mediocre with the Jets. Oh, uh, he's gonna say Richardson. Um, but I, I'm actually saying Richardson for a different reason. You actually had an opportunity for Malik to play, and he just on that team. You and, think and Anthony I, Richardson could have done better? That team is awful. I don't know. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, I don't know about Anthony Richardson. What I saw from Malik, I don't. I don't think that that's the place for him, though. I don't think that. I, I think that Tennessee is a perfect example of of a place that you can go and it just you could be good and it not be good for you. They're not. Their game is not really built on on molding and teaching a quarterback is you need to be able to be an adult make pretty good pass decisions and let Derrick Henry run the offense well I mean there's not that and I there's think not, that's why that's why I think Carolina is definitely going to try to get a quarterback because that's what Frank Reich is doing Frank Reich is known he's the quarterback whisperer he's supposed to mold and develop quarterbacks so who, and get the though? best who, who, and get who, the best who? and get the best out of the quarterback um, I mean, at the time, I, I mean, wanna, you got to remember Carson Wentz was an MVP candidate before he tore his ACL. You got to remember that he then came back and was just awful. Now he I also believe. I mean, it was. I mean, that's a fact. It's a fact. It's a fact. It might have been a one-year wonder, but it's a fact. So is Carson Wentz still a starter in the NFL? I mean, I don't know. Probably not. I think they're moving on from him in Washington. Is, I'm sure there's a team that could take him. 
I think Carson. Do you think that he will start the season as a starter next season? Oh, I, no. No. I think him and Baker Mayfield are in the same conversation. Number one quarterbacks, drafted number one overall that shouldn't have been, that were overhyped and are not starters in the NFL. Same thing, except for one, had a year where he was an MVP candidate, and then they won the Super Bowl after he tore his ACL, and then somebody else. They didn't do Baker, I think will I think will Baker will be a starter in the NFL next year. I do not think I do not see a way for Carson Wentz to be a starter next year. Where's good Where's Baker gonna start? The the bottom ten teams in the NFL, he's a better quarterback than. Where is Baker gonna start? Where 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 would he start that you would invest? The bottom ten teams in the NFL have a chance to draft a, a oh a, a rookie Arizona? quarterback. Arizona, Arizona, you think he'll start? Oh, because Kyler Murray's hurt. Oh, that's it's going to be a situation. But yeah, the, he, well then he's not a starter in the NFL. Then he's just a backup. He's a he's a preferred backup. He ain't no starter. That's just being a preferred I, backup. If Kyler Murray were to be healthy the next day, he would be cut. I think the Baker would then find it. Not a job. There's always going to be. Okay, got one for you. Baker Anthony Richardson. Baker Anthony Richardson? You go at the younger quarterback. That is. You have the younger quarterback. You will pick Anthony Richardson before Baker Mayfield. I would not be put in that position. But. <laughs> you, I've never seen anybody get out of, of a hypothetical like that. I would actually never even be in that situation. <laughs> there ain't no way you can. I I don't have an answer because I can't compute that. That uh, those are your two options out of all the quarterbacks associated with the NFL. That those are your final two options. That is some mismanagement. Somebody has mismanaged. I definitely somebody. think Baker could, Baker could start for the Jets, but I think the Jets are going to try to. They're going to try to go all in. I think that especially Salah coming from the 49ers and, and them being very aggressive in trying to play to win, I think that he understands that the windows are smaller. I think that they're dead set on going what to What makes you think the Jets are about to go all in? They just hired Nathaniel Hackett. Now, this was dumb. This is grade A dumb. This is the reason that I don't. Did you mean to do you that? Can look at a team. That was a great segue no. if you did. But there's no, no way I, that I no, think. No, no, that... I think that they are. I think. No, no, no. You can do something dumb <laughs> and that not change your theory. This was dumb. I don't understand why you would ever want to hire Hackett. This is the guy who had to hire somebody else to tell him how. How to, to be a coach. How to. How to yeah. manage the clock. So, no, I would not put that guy in charge of my offense. If you don't know clock management, which is something you learn playing Madden at about seven years old, it, it's no way that I'm going to make him my offensive coordinator, which this is the reason that there are certain teams, and as much as I like Robert Sala, I don't trust that he knows what he's doing on offense. No, he's a, def- he's a defensive guy. Now... I will say I I do have jokes for Nathaniel Hackett because they were there. But he was Aaron Rodgers' quarterback coach. And huh? What? Yeah, I also taught Vince Carter how to jump. Boy, if you <laughs> Uh no. I mean, 
Aaron Rodgers preferred to have him as I mean, you got to look at it. The the their offense is taking a step back. They took a step back last year. And Aaron you know, Nathaniel Hackett may be a better offensive coordinator than he is head coach cuz he won't have to make the enti- the overall decisions for the entire football team and he could just coach. Or, There's been plenty of bad head coaches that were good coordinators. Plenty. Or 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 Aaron Rodgers knows this is a guy who will do what I tell him to do. I mean and, that that's true. That could have that could be it. But there are also there are plenty and, of bad head coaches that are now good offensive coordinators or a, a good coordinator. Hey, hey, I don't say offensive, offensive. And Mike coaches. McCarthy was the coach for Aaron Rodgers, and we don't believe that he coaches way out of a plastic bag. I'm willing to say, do you think the you think the Jets offense? Well, I'm not gonna say it. Can it? it I'm not. Betting on it getting any worse. I don't think that you can get any worse than a, a draft pick that nobody wanted. Now, but I will I say, this stat this... Is, is hurtful, boy. <laughs> you were the head coach, and they averaged 15.4 points a game. They fired you before the season was over, and he, they started averaging 27.5 points a game. Now, we don't know strength of schedule. We don't know any of that stuff. But they then finished with a league worth 16.9 points per game. No, that's when you're and you're supposed to be an offense, and you got you, fi- like, you got hired as an offense Who is this? What was your interview like? Y'all did. If they presented these stats no, to you, was in- no interview. <laughs> oh. And then you say, oh, okay, no. explain this. Like what? 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 <laughs> How do you this, explain this? That? This proves that this is a good old boy system because the numbers don't match up. Numbers Ma- the numbers up. ain't even close. And you're an offensive coordinator. And you don't score points good, son. What the hell you doing here? Go on home. Don't need and you. About, and you ain't got no quarterback. You. And you ain't got no quarterback now. <laughs> right now, just ain't got no quarterback. They got a quarterback controversy of mid. Who is they going to be the first backup? Who's going to be the first backup? So, hopefully he makes it through the whole – ooh, that's me. Hopefully he makes it through the whole season. I don't care if I say it. This time versus last time you get fired in your – First. Hopefully, why do you want to subject the Jets to a whole season? Because <laughs> they made the decision. They made the decision to hire him, just like LeBron, LeBron made, the made the decision to trade everybody. Look at that! Look at that! Look at You got to, you got to, you got to lie in the bed. Decisions, 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 and the decision with the Houston Texans is burn it down, control, start all delete. over. Never happened. Men in black flashy thing. Everybody forget everything that ever happened. We just going to get new logos. We might get a whole new team, new color scheme. We're going to knock this stadium down, build a whole nother stadium on the north side. We want y'all to forget that anything before today ever existed. And sad enough to say, I think that's the right answer. And they sent out a survey to the fans. If if you're going to do a rebrand, this may be the way to go. Because you're keeping the fans involved, allegedly. And, I mean, you're doing a rebrand because y'all are terrible and because of Man, everything These that logos happened. are terrible. That logo is terrible. You think that logo is good? I've never actually really paid attention to it. I thought they should have gone back to the Oilers, to be perfectly honest. But they can't because the Oilers moved to Tennessee. They, yeah. And Tennessee is actually the franchise that owned, oh, that yeah. owned the Oilers. So but while I, I understand, always hated these stupid logos, they look like an XFL team. They look, they look like an XFL team. They kind of look like 
if you really look at the logo, it kind of looks like a steak. Nothing about this really is is the. <laughs> I never would have said. It don't look like a T-bone to you. That looked like a steer. <laughs> That's what it looked like to me. I mean, all of the above. Uh, you know how they like to put the double entendre in these things. I I've always hated this logo. I think I've always thought this logo was terrible, trash. The jerseys have been trash. Everything about this has been terrible. You think they're gonna change the colors? They don't keep the colors red, white, and blue. Probably keep the color scheme, but you could do. I would be thrilled to get rid of that. Logo. I hate that logo. What is Houston known for? Oil, guns, oil, food. Well, you can't. And so Oilers was perfect. I mean, that was perfect. You let them go. It was. Uh, I mean, I like the name, the Texans. You just you need. I mean, the issue is, is you can't infringe on the Cowboys. No, the issue is you have to infringe. That's you want your market to get as big as the Cowboys or try to, which we'll never do. But you, you don't no, you what try I'm your is, best not to be it, the little brother. But what I'm saying is your logo can't look like the Cowboys. So that eliminates oh, all types of stars and stars and guns. Oh, yeah. I was going to say how to do like the Oklahoma State Hokies. It's too much like a cowboy. They are the Cowboys. <laughs> uh, so I'm interested to see how this goes. Of course, you know, they're really, to me, they're trying to get the stench off of everything that happened with Deshaun Watson. And oh, at this point, or they could change their logo to a massage table. <laughs> I mean, or a lady doing the dish towel. See, <laughs> this is water, ladies and gentlemen. I did not want y'all to think that. I'm drinking to that. <laughs> and if you don't know, now you know, <laughs> or you don't. <laughs> uh-uh, I am. I am not Tony Robo. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, just search on incognito browser. Here. Browser. If you if you look that uh-huh. up, <laughs> be careful. Uh, where are we at? Let, man? Let's where get into. At? Let's get into the to the game. Let's get through championship this first game, weekend. Championship weekend is start. Philly put, I mean, they went all out. They, well, I ain't gonna say all out because it's, it's, I said it was gonna be Meek Mill to lead them out, and they brought Lil Uzi Vert instead. Not bad. Joel Embiid was there with Kevin Hart. Uh, <laughs> every time I see this picture, I think of Cat Williams' joke about Shaq. <laughs> Yeah, you could not. There's not. There's never a way that me and Embiid are going to stand next to each other. Kevin Hart and Joel Embiid and mine, looks exactly like Kevin Hart looks like he's photoshopped into the photo. You know how like people that don't know how to Photoshop or just learn about it, they Photoshop somebody but forgot to resize the image. Bad. They forget to resize the image. Like he's smaller than everybody else in the image, including the woman. <laughs> like she and she's every type for a woman. So she's five he's five. about the same height as that little ashtray right there slash fence post thing. <laughs> Kevin Hart looks like he was terrible. He he does look like he's been photoshopped into into it though. But hey, man, comedic rock star shit. That's what you got to do, man. And you probably sit on MB's neck like a child too. (laughs) You can't do that. If you do it, that's the ultimate troll. That actually would be funny on both. (laughs) Didn't KC do that uh, not that long ago? Who? KC from Jodeci. 
He did. He sat on whose neck? His show, his security. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, he did. Don't forget in about the game that. and started singing, and then didn't he eat like a hot yeah. dog or something like that? Somebody gave hey. him his chicken. Hey, all right, so. <laughs> Eagles versus 49ers. Let's get oh. into this game. Let's get away from eating a hot dog on somebody's neck. <laughs> that's not how. <laughs> yeah, he was eating, yeah, that's what he was. I was right. He was eating chicken wings. I, I don't know I wasn't tripping. He was getting carried to security on his on security shoulders eating chicken wings. <laughs> and anyway. you can't say Houston Bullets because of everything in the world right now. No, Houston Bullets ain't gonna fly. Carson wins. I mean, what? Well, Speaking of Carson, things Wentz. that you should say and think about. Houston Bullets do fly, but it's not gonna work as a team. <laughs> Learn the duck. <laughs> Both of Carson Wentz's backups on the Eagles have now led the Eagles to the Super Bowl. <laughs> ah, Carson he is in a sucks. weird situation. That's the reason I brought him up earlier. He's. Do you just quit or do you go and be a backup? Because he's not old. He's a young backup. But you just can't. You're just not good. I think more the God, I hate Baker Mayfield. More people believe in Baker Mayfield than him. I think. Yeah, you go be a backup. Go be a backup for the Jets. You know, this is what he should do if he wants to stay around football. Saints. Yeah. You know, the backup for the Bills knew that they came, they were brought in not to play. They were brought in to develop Josh Allen. While people that may not be good on the field, they may have the smarts to be coaches and stuff off the field. That may be the route for you, Carson Wentz. It has already been established that you will not be starting another game in the NFL on purpose. It'll be by accident. Maybe you should go be a backup and work with one of these players and say, don't do this, do this, don't do that. That might be you. Yeah, you can't have any ego, though. Minnesota? Denver? (laughs) They'll believe in you in Minnesota. They still believe in Kirk. Oh, take your ass to San Francisco. Yeah. If there's anybody that can uh, that can play with any that can play with any quarterback, well, no. it's Kyle Shanahan. Probably not. Probably not. Cause no. Well, yeah, I will go there because the other two guys are gonna be hurt. I could probably. I think that he's too good to just be. Well, I, I think that he was he was anticipated to be too good. That's the biggest issue that I have with the I whole situation it. is is he has so much pressure to be a starter that everybody can't go and just be a backup because of your gravity and what people expect out of you. Like Cam Newton, you could never go somewhere and be a backup. I feel like even though I don't think that many people feel Carson Wentz is good, I feel like him as a backup, he's always going to have pressure on the starter that if, if the starter doesn't win, play Wentz because he looks like he should be a good football player. So I do not he believe should... he's a good football player, so you but think I he think he looks like what you want a football player to look like. So if he's not going to start and his persona is too big to be a backup, then you think he should quit? 
I just don't know what to do with him. It's not that I necessarily think too much. If all GMs think your way, he's not good enough to start, and he's not good enough. He's persona too big to be a back. He's too much of a distraction to be a backup. That means coach. I probably yeah. I probably don't want him on my roster because all he can. He's like Carmelo. All you can do is come here and cause problems. People, if we don't win, people's gonna start asking questions. Justified or unjustified. But Carmelo's not in the league. So, I mean, there you go. There you go. I mean, you're right. I didn't think that Carmelo should have been in the league for a long time. Then they kept paying him, not doing anything. Yeah, offensively, he wasn't as bad. So, in this game, this game started out with all the hype. It was Devonta Eagles everything. Running game, defense, total package team against boy genius really man genius and kyle shanahan the 49ers defense and the upstart brock purdy i was interested to see how brock purdy went against this uh team and on the first was it the first play first first drive first drive brock purdy gets hit and as he's throwing tears his ucl and his throwing elbow meaning he will be out six months and will need surgery. He's currently getting a second opinion. He could February, even, March, April, May, June, July. Minimum. Carson Wentz, you better try to get over there, bro. That and so he mind you, he's the and third Baker. string. Mind you, he's the third string. And the game wasn't really out of hand, right? It was 7 7. Uh, even with Josh Johnson, like they brought in Josh Johnson, who was a four string quarterback, who then ended up getting a concussion. And they had to bring back Brock Purdy, who could not throw the ball. It had Kyle Juszczyk as the fullback slash H back as the emergency quarterback. That's five quarterbacks that you've gone through in one season. Five. And of course, we knew that Philly Philly was favored to win the game anyway. You go to Philly with no quarterback. As many people were saying, you might as well not have a quarterback with a seventh-round draft pick. No, no, no. Obviously, when you don't have a quarterback, this is what happened. 31-7. And it really – I think we were spot on with our 31-17 prediction. If, if Brock Purdy plays, he probably gets them 10 more points. Brock Purdy didn't play. The game was over. The game was over. Everybody knew the game was over. Even when Christian McCaffrey had his crazy, crazy run, we knew the game was over because Philly's it's just not too sustainable. Good. Yeah, Philly's too good. And Hassan Reddick, I don't know why y'all not discussing him as defensive player of the year. Um, but Hassan Reddick okay. had three three tackles, two sacks in the first half. Half. Well, well, uh, Chris Forrester, the offensive line run game coordinator. You fire, my friend. You can't come back. For who? No, the offensive line coach for the 49ers. You got to go home. Oh, because everybody, <laughs> everybody hurt. Everybody <laughs> hurt. And the 49ers. If you can't protect. If you can't. If, if we have run out of quarterbacks due to protection, you got to go. It might not be indicative of who you are, 
but the fact that you cannot protect the quarterback, and we haven't, and they haven't protected the quarterback in a while. Um, Trey Lance was a preseason injury. Jimmy Garoppolo has well, been hurt Jimmy twice. Remember, Jimmy G got hurt last season too. It broke his, he broke shoulder last season, foot this season. Um, remember, they played like three quarterbacks last season too. And you have the number one offensive lineman in football. That part. You have Trent and we Williams. see he ain't by no jokes. <laughs> he body slam dude from the Eagles. Um. So they and shout out to Josh Johnson, man. This is one he has played for a lot of teams. He's been in and out of the league, but we have all the things that we talked about before was black quarterbacks having the ability to be long-term backups, right? Normally the backup role is reserved for, for white quarterbacks. You go in, make a little $2 million a year, $4 million a year, and sit back and chill out. That's normally being reserved. So shout out to Josh Johnson. You've been everywhere though, bro. I'm not shouting him out. He played terrible. He played awful. I mean, he was the fourth street rep. They brought him in. Uh, three weeks ago. You mean like Brock Purdy did? No, Brock Purdy was Brock on the Purdy roster. Brock Purdy was the third string. Brock Purdy was on the roster. He wasn't on the roster. He didn't get put. He didn't get added to the roster until. I gotta look that up. He wasn't. He, Brock he Purdy was on the roster. Was unplayable. Longer he was unplayable. He I, looked. Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Baker Mayfield. Say what you want to. He was in Carolina one week. He was in L.A. by the, by the end of the week, and he was playable. We saw it. <laughs> yeah. We saw Baker play for the Panthers. They cut him. By the end of the week, he was in L.A., and, and he won that game. Josh Johnson looked like a middle school quarterback on a not good team. Yeah, it was rough. It was definitely. And you got all this rough. experience. You didn't play for fifty. You you legit have played for half of the NFL. You should know two things. You should come in and probably know the verbiage, and you should probably know what the other team is doing because you played with them. Why should he know the verbiage? Uh, no, because you are no Josh. You are on the team in twenty twenty one. You should definitely know the verbiage. Damn. I was shooting you a little bit of bail. No, nah, what he did, what he did, I I. No, that ain't it. It ain't it. And I, yeah, I'm yeah. happy that you had a long and clearly well-traveled career, but that was trash. <laughs> and, I mean, you also got thrown in against the best defense in the league, too. So, there's and that. And you have Trent Williams and McCaffrey and Debo, and and you, and you still have Shanahan. Hey, man. Speaking of 49ers. Uh, MAGA's greatest family. So many places for you to go. MAGA's greatest family, the Bosis. <laughs> why? Why? I shouldn't have said that. No, it's just it's amazing how they're willing to constantly prove you right about being exactly who you thought they were. And why do we here? I, I had, did not see this originally. Can we discuss the young lady in the red boots? Where did you get? And Bootsy Collins would like his boots back, man. That's what happens when you make a lot of money. You could just dress up weird and say it's fashion. 
<laughs> oh, you think she makes a lot of money or she's related to somebody who makes well, okay when when you come from money is that better that's rich adjacent if, if she's related to them their daddy was rich before they got there did their dad play oh, in the NFL right. too yeah no nah, and right. they they <laughs> you don't think Along, we are along not a political podcast, and I was not about to. I had a joke, but get I don't out of have there. that get anymore. Put that, <laughs> that thing in reverse. Money reverse, is green. <laughs> but this is both oh, big man. Goodness. Philly fans are ruthless. Oh, hey, when did the Chargers play this week? Are you Snapchatting your life? No, I'm just videoing you. The guy who's not playing today. That's his family fault, though. Y'all have to know his temper. You have to know his temperament. And you have to know that you can't do this because he has his phone in Yeah, you, you, you. Well, first off, if Joey Bosa wants to do whatever and say whatever he wants to, there's really. Once he made that step, there was nobody that was going to stop him. Because speaking for me, if I, if I'm, if my temperament isn't uh, on fight and I'm just there to have a conversation. If I walk towards something, I'm not looking for an altercation. Don't try to stop me and make me look like something that I'm not. That's going to make me angry. No, the reason stop me. The reason that I have to stop you is it's you that that guy has nothing to lose. You have everything to lose. And you're going to have people talking about you like we're talking about him for doing this foolishness right here. He big as hell. <laughs> he bigger than every and it's, a, it's multiple of them because <laughs> they dad ain't yeah, small I mean, either. No. <laughs> she got on no, six inch platforms no. and she comes up to his shoulder Joey Bosa I mean this is the same thing to me about like picking a fight with LeBron like if that man get his hands on you though no it ain't <laughs> hell no hell no now we he don't have as much LeBron. money he don't have as much money LeBron hey boy let me tell you this this is ne- this is next level of smoke and if you're not of the right understanding, then it might get real, real, real quick. I, I, yeah. yeah. What? Hey, I don't want no smoke with the bosses. Oh, you said, no, 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 no. Okay, you missed what I'm talking about. Joey Bosa is a big human. You wouldn't be talking shit to this big human if he wasn't who he was. If he wasn't Joey Bosa. I would not be talking shit to this big human, period. <laughs> if he wasn't Joey Bosa and... And he was just a regular guy that you couldn't sue if he knocked the shit out of you. You wouldn't have gone up to him and said all this stuff. Same thing with LeBron I, or I any athlete. Want, but this guy is different. LeBron is a basketball player. Joey Bosa hurts football players, hurts people for a living. But they pay him to do, and he's very effective. <laughs> Not a chance. And coming off and a game, he feels like he even, shouldn't have lost. Remember, he feels like he should be still in the playoffs. Exactly, and he's probably not the biggest fan of people who are my complexion. Oh no, no, already known. I mean, come on, man. They came out Uh, with didn't they come out with the Make America Great hat again? Hat at the at the draft and all that stuff. You better make him. Hey, make him stay over there. Don't come over here (laughs) in Philly. You got to shoot first, ask questions at the hospital. 
<laughs> Should have got Steve Young. Steve Young was out there ready to warm up, dog. They were down there, they fifth street quarterback. He was like, "Look, I could be out there in thirty minutes." Hey, he, he would have looked better than Josh Johnson too. Ooh. All right, man. Enough about the Forty ers though. Shout out to the Eagles. Shout out to Nicole Lynn. Shout out to Jalen Hurts, first black quarterback to have to the cubes. to have the first black woman agent to represent an NFL quarterback. Uh, we now, Patrick Mahomes held up his end of the deal. Jalen Hurts and the Eagles are now the first black, we have like the blackest Super Bowl of all time. Uh, right now. Well, second blackest, because we did have black head coaches before. Uh, but shout out to Jalen Hurts and Nicole Lynn for not only making history on the field, but also in the boardroom as well. This is exciting. I'm happy for her. We spoke about very, very, very early in the season. Everybody on his team is a woman, and, men, and a few of them are black women. This has, looks like netted him a ton of success. Continued success and congratulations. Yes, sir. So, as a result, I forgot. I didn't even notice that this was Biscuit's page. As a result, oh yeah, I got you. We got one half. We got the Eagles, who are, I believe, are fully healthy going into the Super Bowl. Fully healthy, no injury. Nobody was on the injury report for the NFC Championship game. Um, fully healthy Eagles, who have been widely considered the best team in the league. They can beat you passing. They just ran for 150 yards on the 49ers. Number two ranked defense is the battle of the number one and number two defenses. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> when you play most of the game, you're going to get beat if the offense ain't doing nothing. Then you have the Bengals. The Bengals, the Bengals, the Bengals did a whole lot of jaw jacking before the game. Um, calling Arrowhead Burrowhead, uh, Joe Burrow who was undefeated against Patrick Mahomes, uh, gritty. You had all of these things. Uh, the mayor for Cincinnati called out Patrick Mahomes. Uh, why, why, what is your reasoning? You, you have to have somewhere in your head that you understand this guy has had the greatest start to the quarterback position in NFL history. What in your mind would convince you that you should poke this bear? I picked the Bengals and I was ready for the Bengals to win. And then I saw all yeah, of this. Nonsense. Them bands. I saw, yeah, you still owe me a six pack. Uh, I saw all of them, uh, all of this come out after I saw, after we made the pick on Saturday about the mayor and Cincinnati news media going crazy. I was like, y'all just made, made me lose a 12 pack. <laughs> y'all just made and me lose a 12 pack. Boo! F E U O O L. Boo! Speaking of foos. <laughs> so, why the foo would you touch the. Uh, what I will say is in this game, it was a very hard fought game. You can tell that the Chiefs defense had something to play for because they pretty much, 
I mean, the Bengals defense played really, really well. The Bengals played really, really well. This actually turned into a defensive game more than an offensive game. Uh, Absolutely. The Bengals' offensive line was totally destroyed. First play, I first. Think they got sure. First or second uh, play of the game, the uh, top cornerback for the Chiefs goes out with a concussion. So they're down Sneed. to like Sneed. They're down to like three rookies in the in the backfield. I was like, oh, they about to get just just cooked. And the defensive line, Chris Jones, for some surprisingly did not have any playoff sacks. None. Had like three this game. Just two. took over the two. two. Took over the game. Shout out to the uh to the Chiefs defensive coordinator. The way that he was breaking down how to get Chris Jones free and get one on one. Hey, I can only put you in the position to succeed. It's up to you after that. Chris Jones answered the bell. And Frank Clark. I was a little disappointed from the fact that I, they did get after him. I think they had four sacks in the first half. I don't think they had any sacks in the second half. Now, there was pressure, but you have to – you Chris guys Jones, Chris Jones had a sack in have, the Yeah, sack in first half, sack in second half. Because remember, he waved by. Uh, he had a oh, sack yeah. to end the final drive and waved by to the crowd. I was like, damn. They don't well, have to win. I mean, <laughs> what I was saying was they – protected him pretty decent in the second half and you have your full complement of receivers over there and and let's go back to that conversation you and I had about skill positions and the Bengals versus Chiefs and the Chiefs skill positions kept dropping kept what and they found a way to get it done kept dropping yeah they lost uh wasn't it well I I think the better conversation to have is the gap that I thought was closing says neither closed and may have opened up a little more between Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow. I said that Joe Burrow uh, was probably not too far behind Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Now I will say the offensive line was just awful, but Patrick Mahomes at the end of the day made plays when he had to, to win the game. And Unfortunately, there's a lot of people that credit the refs, but you can't make you can't at the end of the day you can't leave it up to the refs. Now, who I do yeah, feel bad and, for, and they out there with anybody playing receiver. If you that, can't keep up with them and they're just picking people, hey, hey, find your helmet. We need you, son. You're not built for this. That secondary, that Chiefs, I mean that Chiefs, that Bengals defensive secondary should be ashamed of themselves. And that offensive line, that offensive line, because you could go back they said to. They spent a hundred million dollars on that line, but that. Well, no, three of them got hurt. The one that they spent the money on all got hurt. All of them. They had three offensive linemen out. <laughs> Reggie, what did I say? Everybody, money damn money back. If no. all y'all gonna fall apart. And honestly, I think the game was this close just because they had the skill positions. I mean, T. Higgins made play after play. Uh. Uh, Jamar Chase, you kind of disappeared, sir. Not even going to lie to you. You kind of disappeared. And what I will say is the chief said, you're going to have to beat me with T Higgins and Hayden Hurst. That's who you're going to have to beat me with. And I'm not going to allow you enough time to even figure that part out. Cause I'm just going to blitz you. And Chris Jones is going to dominate the offensive line that you have out there. 
and they couldn't run the ball. Now I will say what I will digress on. I'm not going to digress on the on the skill position. I think I think the the Bengals wide receivers are better than the Chiefs wide receivers by far. Joe Mixon, running backs. Joe Mixon, Pacheco made you look like a damn fool. <laughs> Pacheco was running his ass off, and Joe Mixon looked like he was in running in mud. Now, I don't know if that has to do with the offensive line, or I don't know if that has to do with just Pacheco. and the, I don't know. But you got your ass handed to you, yes, on Sunday, Joe Mixon. You got beat what down. What did I tell you, Reggie? And Jarek, and Jarek, wait, don't stop my digression. And Jarek, Jarek got hurt. Jarek ain't even really played the whole second half. If you were, if you were looking, I, I thought I'd text y'all. Jarek was on the sideline stretching his hamstring out, stretching his legs out. And he really ain't do nothing the whole game. You could tell he was hurt. But then Pacheco got hurt. But then Pacheco came back. All the people got hurt came back for the Chiefs. And y'all couldn't act this. like y'all was going to run the ball. I didn't do it, run the ball. I think Pacheco had a concussion. I'm almost 100% sure he had a concussion. He was woozy. I saw him run. I saw him kind of hit the woos. I saw him go talk to a doctor, and I saw him take his helmet back. And then the next, I was like, oh, this, he was back out there. Now, I do want my credit, because <laughs> I told you, I said, you may not like Pacheco more than Samaj P. Ryan or Joe Mixon. He runs angrily and aggressively and he did that shit all night every chance he got if he you ran somebody him, over yeah he ran somebody you paid over. for it and that's what, that's what i said i said he has that second gear that all running backs don't have i can't remember the dude who was playing with san francisco he got hurt but he had that for a little bit when you see it you can't oh, most unsee it oh most of it Yes. No, no, Mostert was fast. It was another guy. I think his name was Jeff something. I can't think of it. But he just punished you. He's looking for contact. Now, those guys, I don't think they last very long because yeah, that's Pacheco's a beating small. on your body. And Pacheco's, whether he runs tough, but he's a small guy. But I'm going to tell you, that, but every time that there is a collision, the other guy hurts worse than he does. And, and I've seen it every time. He... He, he, there is no finesse. It ain't a whole lot of jukes. Is hey, you go ahead, get him. Hey, this is the Oklahoma drill, and you get down there, and I'm gonna be down there, and I'm gonna make you a basketball player today. Jeff, yeah, Jeff Wilson. Um, that was it, Jeff Wilson. You're right. So this was the defining play of the game. Joseph Osai uh, had pro- he was not even close. He's a he's a rookie from the University of Texas. It might be his second year. Uh, linebacker and defensive end. Osai had the best game on defense for the Bengals, and it wasn't even close. Unfortunately, he will be remembered for this play with 13 seconds left, 15-yard penalty out of bounds that got him that got them put in a field goal range. And he hyperextended his and, and, that that is the that was the point that I kept going to was yes number one you're way past the solid white line bro Ooh. but that leg had to hurt so bad you you wrecked yourself in the process of trying to and, and I I think that you can make a dirty play without being a dirty player 
this was definitely a play where you were out of control. Like as a football uh, player, that's one thing they always tell you: stay in control. He was so out of rookie. control, though. He hit the quarterback, and then and and I know what he was probably trying to do was trying to make the game saving tackle. You know, you just get yourself in a situation where he you're had done to... everything else right. He he had he led the team in tackles. He had led, led the team in sacks. Like he had done everything else right that game, and you are going to be remembered because you are the reason that you didn't go to overtime. And you're the reason. But that leg hurt. Looked like it hurt so bad, right? They, ooh. yeah. So, um, and then he could be seen visibly sobbing, visibly sobbing after the game. He was, vi- and he stayed out there on the field sobbing after everybody else went to the went to the uh, went to the locker room. Everybody. I bet you I wouldn't have wanted to go to the locker room either. Nah, I'm good. They probably mad in there in there at me. <laughs> nah, nah I'm sitting it. right here. So you could be seeing his teammates though were all trying to help him, but I didn't like this. Part. Oh. I didn't like this part. Oh my god! This motherfucker last year. No fault. Why the fuck you cut the quarterback? Now I can't tell if he said this is my last year, uh, or whatever, but Buddy is already visibly broken. Like he's broken. He was hurt. And a lot of people didn't like this. Now he did go no on reason to say that I... See, he was visibly crying. He's crying. So my thing with this is number one, I hate it when they do this. What, this is crack? people. This is probably this this man's lowest moment in life. Oh yeah 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 yeah. And 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 in a person's worst moment, is that what you really like? Is that what you need? The game was over. You're not looking for viewers at this point. I'm distraught. You're just exploiting this man. Yeah, you're just exploiting this man in his lowest moment. You could have you could have put it on the winners. They won the game. Why are you not talking about the Chiefs? But you did make a mistake. I don't really even have an issue with what his his teammate said. I think the reason that people have an issue is because the camera was caught it. Yeah. If you've yeah. ever been in a football locker room. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Real conversations are had. And you might say something. You he the teammate is caught up in the emotion just as much as he was. Yeah. I don't really feel yeah, he may fair. not he may or may not feel that way today. He might be mad about it. But you got, if you've ever played a whole season, you get to the end of the season and it don't go your way, especially on something like that, you're going to be mad. If you need a place to vent like that, it's going to happen. Michael Parsons had camera, cameras these back, days. Though. Yeah, size back. He said, man, it's lame as hell. Like, I, underst- like, I understand the L- emotion, lamer, but you got to understand. You got to understand, like, you're also putting the entire loss on me. Like, I could see if it were somebody that didn't play well. I played better than you. I took your spot. We in this position because of me. Good and bad. So, like, I get it. You upset. Well, you got to take the good. You got to take the bad. You know how that goes. No, that's what I'm saying. If you want me to take the bad, then let's, let's be honest. But I mean, that's just me. I'd have shot back. 
Like, we would have died. Hey, I fucked up. My bad. But if you kept going, we would have just didn't. It, it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. I would have said what I got to say. But, I mean, it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. I think we had, actually, Osai uh, in his, um, but maybe we didn't, in the post game when he actually talked about he was grateful because most of his teammates actually had his back. And what y'all saw was just uh, not the entire story. So, you know, it's heartbreaking for the Bengals. It's heartbreaking for Joseph Osai. But it's part of the game, bro. Part of the game. And, hey, let's talk about the Chiefs and insult the Bears all at one time. Hey, the Bears, you have 10 postseason wins since the 1970 merger. Patrick Mahomes who was born in the 1990s, uh, 20-something years later, has 10 postseason wins just like you. Here's your reminder. You drafted Mitchell Trubisky instead of Patrick Mahomes. At number two! Who told you to do that? Nobody told you to draft Mitchell Trubisky. We told you this guy is trash. He is terrible. He is never going to amount to anything. You guys somehow came up with the conversation and decided, oh, no, this is the guy we're supposed to reach for. He is now, well, I mean, I guess he ended the season as a backup for the Pittsburgh Steelers behind Kenny Pickett. So it's some over. people, so Bears he, fans are saying, might be done. the Bears fans are saying Mahomes would not have been the same player under Matt Nagy. He had no veteran like Alex Smith to learn up under either if he went to the Bears. Y'all crazy as hell. If you think Mahomes wasn't going to be good regardless. Now, he did fall. There is some credit to him falling to the Chiefs and Andy Reid being smart enough to see everybody what everybody else ain't see. Hmm? The Chiefs reached up and got him. That was their guy. Yeah, so Andy Reid was smart enough to see that that he's better than everybody else. But, I mean, this is not, to me, not a case of uh, the franchise determines your destiny. Not in this case. It's Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is going to do whatever Patrick Mahomes is going to do regardless. It was up to you to figure out how to get as much out of his talent as you can. I think you got as much out of yeah, I mean, Trubisky talent. Trubisky wasn't that good. I told you he wasn't that good when he was at North Carolina. Yeah. Now, Mahomes, I think, would be probably an um, upgrade from Justin Fields in Chicago. Still Ugh. not with enough weapons to make anything happen, but you will look at him and see, hey, there are some good parts of this guy. He'll probably be really good on somebody else's team. The same way I feel about Justin Fields. Uh, You don't know how good Justin Fields is with the Bears, do you? No, and you really, a lot of people didn't know how good Patrick Mahomes was coming out of Texas Tech, even though he threw for 100,000 billion yards, because everybody from Texas Tech those for a hundred thousand billion yards correct but i mean as a talent evaluator you've got to know that he has better possible specs no 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 than mitchell the Trubisky. answer is the e- my issue is not with Mahomes. that's an unknown i knew <laughs> your neighborhood insurance man knew trubisky was not the answer yeah and I think I feel pretty confident that you knew that too. We all did. 
So how did the Bears not know that? And not only did the Bears not know that, why did the Bears think that it was good to reach for him at second? You know, they if fired we all plainly knew, right? They fired everybody. Matt Nagy, general manager. That's what they specialize in doing. <laughs> so just a little troll we for the, the Bears that talk about the Super Bowl. Team. Hey man, shout out to HBCUs, Fayetteville State. Josh Williams with the interception in the AFC Championship game against T. Higgins. Ah. And this is definitely, definitely uh, retribution for him because y'all dogged him out at the beginning of the season when he had to start over because of the injuries that came to the Chiefs secondary. Y'all dogged him out even though he had to play. Who did they, didn't they play? The, they played the Bills. Oh, when they played the Bills, y'all dogged him out, but he had to guard Stephon Number possibly best number one receiver in the league, maybe two or three top five receiver in the league. Digs at Josh Allen in his first game, his first start ever. Y'all dog Joshua. I won't let y'all forget that. I was like, damn, y'all dogging this dude out. It was like it's just pitch and catch now. I was like, well, I mean, yeah, <laughs> he gonna do that against any rookie DB they not named Sauce Gardner. <laughs> yeah, I'm just happy to see this, and this proves what we've already believed. Give HBCU talents a chance. They're going to perform quietly. James Houston, who left Jack, who graduated from Jackson State, had an excellent season. There are HBCU players who have had excellent seasons this season. Give them a shot. That's all we have. They don't play good, cut them. But if they do play good, keep them around forever. And don't cut them. Yeah, and don't make. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I won't get into the politics of it. But. Shout out to Fayetteville State for putting on, man. Shout out to Fayetteville State. Uh, ooh, Chiefs had to. Here we go. And all that bullshit. And then what happened? Man, look at the scoreboard. I don't know who the hell they think they was calling this Burrow head. They gonna take their bum ass back to Cincinnati. No ever, ever, ever. And I'm looking at the camera when I say this. Disrespect Arrowhead. You got a cigar on your own, I see. Yeah, I'm smoking the Joe Burrow. <laughs> It's Mahomes' house. And we took the disrespect after hosting five AFC championships. And now they get to smoke their cigars on the way home. Just know this will always be Arrowhead. Yeah, I mean, you got Burrowhead. There was a lot of stuff. I mean, the mayor came at me, man. I mean, <laughs> they was talking. Like I said, when I saw all of the stuff Cincinnati came out with, I said, you know, Championship games are normally even games, especially against teams that you play multiple times in a short period of time. Championship games are even games. So with championship games being even games, you normally look for bulletin board material. You know who's good at making sure his team does not give bulletin board material? Nick Saban. And Cincinnati could have used a Nick Saban assistant, come in there and say, hey, guys, it's really not smart for us to say anything. Instead, Cincinnati doubled down on most of the stuff they said to Patrick Mahomes. And there's a dip, there's a borderline between cockiness and confidence. And all of these dudes heard that. Now, and my, favorite, my favorite part of this is uh, Patrick Mahomes' dad and how different they sound. Uh, I won't. Smoking on that Joe Burrow. <laughs> Oh, I see. Yeah, I'm smoking the Joe Burrow. I'm smoking the Joe Burrow. <laughs> Joe Burrow. <laughs> ah, 
former Major League Baseball player. Boy, he had it in the. They had the cigars in the sweets. Like they were ready. They even had the. And got that burrow pack dropped off at the house earlier. There he is again. Yeah. Ah, Like that shit, baby. Like it. Unk um, smoke more than a cig, boy. Let me tell you. Uh, yeah, Unk smokes more than a cig, bro. Unk hey, jump up Joe there. Burrow. Mr. Mahomes up and there. Look, he was Mahomes, lit. Mahomes' brother ain't been around all season. He didn't popped up, and the wife didn't <laughs> popped up at the very end. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, they, was definitely, they definitely kept his brother. They His brother was out there. You know what it was? He stepped on a memorial for Demarius Thomas nah. last year by accident. And from making that them point TikToks. On, now the end and that too. But that was the end. And when he did that, they got him up out of there. They said, nah, you can't be seen no more. TikToks. Bro. <laughs> hey, bro. We oh, paid man. you a half a billion dollars, bro. Yep. We'll so get him set a nice to... seat up here. <laughs> he can't be on that field no more. That's it that can't I'm be not. seen. Can't be seen. We'll let you smoke whatever you want to smoke, Pops. Uh so this sets up now, it sets up. An interesting storyline for the Super Bowl. Let's get pops up off of there. Um, <laughs> Moving that wrong. <laughs> so you have yourself, big dog. Andy Reid coaching against his former team. Uh, you have the Kelsey brothers playing against each other. You have former Georgia Bulldogs, national championship winning. Two of them can go from in the Kobe Dean and uh Jordan Davis can go from Dallin national Carter, championship. Jordan, yeah. You can go from national championship to Super Bowl. Two years. That's a hell of a two year run, ain't it? And then you also have childhood friends growing up. Childhood teammates. Childhood teammates and friends growing up. Willie Gay and AJ Brown go from state champs to Super Bowl opponents. Boy, could you imagine? I know the teams that were playing against these dudes in high school was probably like, yeah, these motherfuckers going to the pros. <laughs> like, they got three pros on, at least three pros on this team, and they were probably right. I told How you the they not two. go to college in Starkville is beyond me. No way I'm letting these guys out. I know, I know. Starkville, the- Mississippi. Wow. And you went to Ole Miss. I know he went to Ole Miss. I don't know where Willie Gay went. I thought Willie Gay might have went to Ole Miss too. But it'll be that's a- dope. Growing up five miles away from a dude who was your teammate, and then now y'all go play in the Super Bowl. One of y'all go get a Super Bowl win. Yeah, Dang I think man. it. I, I losing the Super Bowl sucks, but I think that'll take some sting out of the loss for sure. Yeah. Um, I just can't wait till they hit each other on the field one good time. Just like you take a slant and hey, I bro. I drop back in coverage. We got to get it in now. <laughs> you know, we both playing for that trophy. <laughs> for that bonus. Best of luck. Nothing dirty, but I'm looking for a dub. Always, if you man. in between me and the dub, then hey, good luck and Godspeed to all parties involved. Yes, sir. And before we go, there's somebody else playing. Uh, in the Super Bowl that we want to mention. Longtime fan, longtime supporter. Mr. Jared McKinnon will be in the Super Bowl. Long way away from Statesboro. 
long way. You excited? Yeah, yesterday. I don't think I fully come to grips with it. Well, I was just, you know, you, you don't want to put the pressure on it's the AFC Championship game because we've been there before. I think they went to the NFC Championship game versus the Vikings did. No. Kirk Cousins never made it to the no. NFC Championship game. No. Um, was it? It wasn't what? Kirk. It was when... It was it was when Diggs was there, Thielen was there. Was that Cousins, the quarterback? Yeah, you talking about against the Saints? Yes. Yeah, I don't think he was there. Did, yeah, he was. Diggs, he was right there when Diggs called the touchdown. Oh well, Diggs yeah. I don't I don't know if that was NFC. I think that was a wild card I think, game. I think that was wild. And I think that was a wild card after. game, and they lost the game. They would have went. They took them there, but um. I just I didn't want to put the outside pressure of that. I just want to go into the game like, hey man, just do your best, you know, and not think about it. And then it looked like they was going, you know, kind of lose the game. I'm not. and once again, you still got to keep your mentals like focused. Like, nope, this is Mahomes. They're gonna figure out a way. And then when they finally won the game, you know, my OB Zach texted me like. All right, now I'm an Eagles fan. <laughs> <laughs> and we were just chopping it up. He was like, congratulations, but you know who I'm rooting for. And I was like, yeah, and you know who I'm rooting for. But so I'm happy. I'm just trying not to get over. Huh? You going to be in the building? Man, I just saw something. They want like $13,000 for a ticket. And Ooh, and no. Phoenix <laughs> ain't really, Phoenix ain't really hospitable for like finding a place to stay, you know, that's really like, that's not what I thought you is, were going to say. I thought you were going to go to conservative route in terms of conservative conservatives and liberals and government. And, no, no, no. But, but Phoenix is, is right. all about, you know, that's their selling point is to get you out there and be expensive. And that's a pretty penny to travel out there. Not during the Super Bowl. <laughs> so you throw Super Bowl sauce on that, and you know that like that that's the 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 Fortune 500 company mixer. So it's I might, but what I what I what I'm probably gonna have to do is watch this at home by myself. I guess <laughs> somebody say something bad, you gonna punch them? No, I just no, I I I, I just. It's going to be a more emotional Super Bowl than I've had in a very long time, minus 28. And, yeah, I just I want to be able to be in my own space where I can just be by myself. So, because I'm, I'm going to be, it's, I'm invested. This is, I would, re, I, I want to see them win the Super Bowl. I but the imagine. Eagles have been, the, the Eagles are a good team and and they're pretty healthy. I, I do. Healthy. I am happy that there are two weeks. Hopefully, that gives Mahomes a little bit more time on the ankle. I, I hope that Snead will be able to come out of the concussion protocol. You know, you'll be able to put your guys in a position to be ready for this game. I think and the I'm excited, man. It's dope. I, I think the advantage the Chiefs have in preparation for this game is. The last time you made it to the Super Bowl, you played another team with a really, really good defense and a 
pretty yeah. good offense, but the defense really won the game for you. Um, I think the Chiefs' defense is substantially better, and I think not better than the Eagles. I think better than the last team, last time they made it, and I think their offensive line is better than the last time they made it and played against uh, Tampa Bay. So it'll be an interesting game, man. It'll be an interesting game. Of course, you know we're gonna do Saturday morning live. We're probably gonna do an NFL Super Bowl special. We got all of that in the works as well. So can't wait. Uh, Kevin, I'm gonna answer your question. I have to say that they're good. I know how I feel about them. Digression? No, it's not a digression. It's a respect. <laughs> sure. I know, like, my <laughs> gut tells me to feel a certain way about a team. I Your can't. gut was wrong. They're in the Super Bowl. Your gut was wrong. This is where the digression comes in. Okay. So, so if my gut was wrong, is there a situation where teams can play the right string of opponents? Uh, so, are you going to try to moonwalk your way out of digression? You were wrong. Just no. Say wrong. I just have an op- My opinion is my opinion. I don't think that if you look at who the Eagles played, they played the 49ers, no QB. Fair or unfair? Okay. Then uh, they played the game before that was the Vikings. No, the Giants. Mm -hmm. I have said since day one of the football season, I have not believed in the New York Giants. Is that true or untrue? Mm -hmm. The Minnesota Vikings, we actually had an entire segment on how we knew that Kirk Cousins was the legitimate definition of mid. So are you going to do all of this to try to say that you're not going to digress and you still don't believe in the Eagles and that the Eagles are not what you think they my are even though they're in the Super opinion. Bowl? I'm, I'm not. I think that it would be fake and wrong for me to get up here and say, <laughs> oh, no, I now I think the Eagles are suddenly a super good team. you like, what have you said for the last 85 months in a row? So, well, well, I guess if it happens, we'll get to that point. If it happens. If they win... We'll get to that point because I, I would like you to, to defend right. them are not being and having the right opponents and not being a good team and all this other stuff you said then to win the Super Bowl. I want to see the yeah, way that you backed out of digression. The only thing you can do the way that you backed out of the digression. The way you back out of your digression here is the way that you can back out of your digression. I want to see you do it in the Super Bowl. Because you don't never really admit that you're wrong. You just like to like rephrase a bunch of words. And then say, "Oh, it was really my, my opinion." My opinion. You, you know is what? My you opinion. MAGA sports talk. That's what you do. You say, no, "My opinion no, is my." I just have my <laughs> opinion. I am not going to get. Everybody else will give up their opinion. My opinion is my opinion. I don't ask anybody to have my opinion. I just. This is what I strongly. So you saying no opinion can be wrong, even when presented with more facts I, and more evidence? I. That is not what I said. You jumped to a conclusion. No, I I'm asking you. I, I'm, I, I'm asking you. No, you can have wrong opinions. Sure you can. So you don't so okay. You can have wrong that's all I need to know. We'll see. Now if Patrick Mahomes wins all of this, then you know, you could call them fraudulent all you want to, even in the Super Bowl. Which I agree, Kev. Not too many fraudulent teams make it to the Super Bowl. So <laughs> Okay. Woo, I knew the Giants slide that was coming sneaky. They won the Super Bowl okay. though. You can't call them fraudulent. They won the Super Bowl. <laughs> 
the Cowboys. Giant, the the giant, you think the Giants were real? When they won the Super Bowl? When they won the Super Bowl? No, this season. This season. Oh, this thing? Oh, I think they were good enough to make it to the playoffs. It's unfortunate. No, they no, had no, 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 Gregory Hines. Stop. You didn't call me for tap dancing, pivoting. Are the Giants a good football team? Yes or no? They were a good football team. Yes, because they made it to the playoffs. They were good enough to make it to the playoffs. Yes. They were better. Why are you saying so many? I hate when people start saying they start surrounding their pain with a bunch of ancillary words. They were so good and they was around. I said yes. I said I said yes. Then I said yes. They were good enough to make it to the football to the playoffs. Yes. And then when you jumped in, I was actually gonna say they were good enough to be better than the majority of the teams out there. So yes, they were a good team. Okay. So you think Okay, so you think the New York Giants are a good team? They were a good team this year. Gotcha. They were a good team this year. They they took wait, advantage. Wait, 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 wait. Hey, what? <laughs> they were a good team. So do you think that they're a good team? Like today, the season is over. You think they're a good team still? We will see, depending on who they have next year. They were a good team this year. The New York Giants were a good hey, team this Jackson year. Walker. How? The New York Giants were a good team this year. You said the Eagles were not good. The Eagles are in the Super Bowl, and you still refuse to say that they're good. I, which hey, is, <laughs> I know when things are over, unlike Ed Reed. Yeah, you throw a joke, which is very funny. But uh, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we've come to the end of the Splash Cast Monday Night Raw. <laughs> so, oh, Sneaky, come on, man. You can't say that. So, <sighs> Sneaky. That's coming from a place of hate, cause I be- didn't the didn't the Giants make it just as far as the Cowboys did? I, yeah. Wait, look, I I do want to say something while we're here, and and the show is over. So I'm watching. I'm not Hawks watching the Hawks game. Uh uh-uh, uh. I didn't even look at. It. That's why I've been able to focus the whole time. I'm not. I don't. They go. I, I want to. I want you to. I want you to understand this. People who have shot more than John Collins tonight. Bogey, 5 of 12. Clint oh, Capella, losing. 4 of 11. So we lose. DeAndre Hunter, 2 of 12. John oh, Collins, 6 of 9. Nine shots for the night. We must be losing. Yep, we're losing. DeJounte he, Murray got 30. He's missed points. three. He, he's, he's missed three shots for the night. One of those is a three point. He's missed two two pointers. But for some reason, we got Clint Capella shooting 11 shots. And DeAndre Hunter shoot, missing 10 shots. DeAndre Hunter's missed more shots than John Collins has shot. Um, with that said, I hope y'all have a wonderful, fantastic time. Uh, I don't know that we will even have a football segment next week because it will be Super Bowl media week. And there is no college football. So you might just get basketball. Next episode might just be all hoops. And we will start picking uh, basketball weekend games this week because there's no football left. Did we miss anything, my friend? No, I just you sh- I wish you wouldn't have brought up the Hawks. I just went and looked at like everything, turnovers and everything. Kind of just pissed me off. No, we didn't miss anything, guys. I mean, Thank you for tuning in, man. We appreciate it, man. We'll see y'all for Saturday morning live. Uh, uh, about to pivot to some basketball, some interviews, a whole bunch of other stuff there in the summer, in the spring months. Uh, with that being said, man, that's it. We out.
Peace. Love you guys. Always remember, number one, number one, number one. More Black Baseball. If anybody missed it in the ATL edition, Mike Harris finally got his Rookie of the Year trophy. Congratulations to that brother. Number two, more Black Cowboys and Cowgirls. And number three, the historically Black College and University in your neighborhood. Um, the one that your, your favorite cousin went to, your auntie went to, that person that your church went to. Send some money over there. The Historical Black College University in your neighborhood where you live now, the one that you go to step shows, tailgates, just want to be on the yard around your people, send some money over there. They love you. And then finally, send some money to the greatest learning institution in all the world, the Hampton University. Send your money there. Send your kids there. If you need to go back to school, maybe you should go there. Outside of that, though, and this hat is Hampton Blue, just in case you were wondering. Y'all be safe. We love y'all until next time, which will be this Saturday. Y'all be safe. Follow, like, subscribe. We out of here. Peace. This is the Splashcast Weekly Schedule. You can find us on Monday, Monday Night Raw. That is the Around the League edition where we cover all of the major leagues around the league. Tuesday is the ATL edition. Braves, Falcons, Hawks. Wednesday is when the playlist comes out. It's a Splash Cash 24, 12, or 36-pack, just depending on the music. Thursday, for everybody who was not able to catch us live on Monday, they can catch up there on the Around the League edition. And then Saturday, of course, we bet beers for Saturday Morning Live. If you ever need to find us, we can be found at thesplashcast.com and, of course, via Instagram, at thesplashcast.